Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Curtis here from the PA Pile Driver Podcast. Coming at you again with the early entry to this great episode, this great chat with Paul Bow. This is episode 18. Um one of our many interviews here. Uh, I'm honestly not sure what number he is. We've talking about so many great talent and uh i thank all of them uh, for doing it uh drew adams uh phil j barato aka scott Finout, jeff Carden, johnny moran alex the kilowatt uh and tony from tornado tag i don't think i'm forgetting everybody i don't think i'm forgetting anybody uh johnny moran just um dropped a few days ago um as i'm talking right now it is july 3rd so happy fourth july weekend to everybody um i just wanted to come on here introduce this episode 18 um we interviewed paul last week uh so we talked we have first half is um our interview with paul second half is news so news is gonna be a little old but we do over we do go over some major topics so you want to make sure you listen to that part as well um so here it is episode 18 i will hear you guys at the end of this again three two one bada boom and we're back guys we're back not in a zoom call real life real life this is our first real life recording since let me think here middle of february no end of february after the last ppw show was our last in-person recording now you just keep your distance over there okay (laughs) yeah we're definitely not six (laughs) that is that is for sure but today we have a very special guest joining us uh paul bow the voice of ppw paul thanks for uh coming on with us today well, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's a, a long time coming, and I do have a bone to pick with you, Curtis. Oh. And I will address it right now. Oh, you oh. had you had Bravado on, you had Cardin on, wow. and you'd had friggin' Alex Watt on, who all preceded me. So <laughs> I get either I, I'm a, you have a chance to save yourself right now I do. and tell me you saved the best for last, <laughs> or you could tell me. Why, son, is all I have to say. Well, I can't say we're saving best for last because our guests are we're talking with somebody for next week. I don't want to give it away yet because nothing's official. Wow. But I'm just going to say. You got Bray Wyatt. Wow. I did not get Bray <laughs> Wyatt. Have, no. We've arrived. I will <laughs> say I've, I'm in talks with a current uh, PPW ch- championship holder. We'll, we'll put it like that. So I kind of uh, narrowed I it hope there. it's not Johnny Moran. Oh, we, t- we talked to Johnny. That interview is coming out eventually. That's right. It's, I'm sorry to hear that. Okay. It just needs a little bit of editing. That's all. A little, a little editing. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> so, um, Paul, I know we, we're all stuck in quarantine still, uh, even though most of us are – no, the entire state of Pennsylvania is green, right? I think it is. Um, uh, we're I'm all green except for Lebanon County where Alex Watt lives. Yes. Oh, that's right, because they went against... Because they were rebels. They were rebels. They were rebels without... A, they had a cause, so it wasn't without a cause. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, Paul, there's, there's a lot we could talk about, but uh, we'll just kind of start... At, everybody knows that this podcast, PPW, is and will forever be our indie home, as I drop my book. Indie home. Um, so, when... Did, Paul, when did you guys start PPW? Because I know we're going to – September is going to be seven years we're celebrating, right? Well, it's actually August. August is actually our anniversary. Okay. Um, but being that we could never use the school in August because they do the floors over, so we always – we just moved it to September. So, But in August, it will be seven years wow. that we started it. And, and the way it all started was um, – Ryan was involved with another company, 
I was the ring announcer in another company, which that's a whole other story how I even got involved with wrestling. Um, and then Tony used to wrestle um, years ago. And I didn't know Tony before. I actually met Ryan before I met Tony. And, um, you know, we were doing some stuff with another company. And um, they called me one day and they said, hey, listen, we're, we're thinking of doing a benefit show for the Helping Hands. And um, would you want to be involved in it? We're thinking of starting our own company. And I'm like, well, yeah, absolutely. You know, let's, let's get started. And, you know, um, that's the way it all started out. It was us three. I mean, and, you know, since a lot's changed, but that's the way things have started out. We did a benefit show um, for the Helping Hands and we ran it at the Strand in McAdoo, which if anyone was familiar with the Strand, it seats about 150 people. We probably had 350 people in there. So we were probably on violated every fire code that there ever was. There was people literally standing at the snack bar. Um, we were sp supposed to have it actually up at the Heights Terrace um, Plaza where Underdogs Training School is right now. Oh, okay. But one day before the show, someone called the fire department and this building wasn't zoned at that time. So they basically shut us down, even though it was a charity show and we had to go to the Strand on less than 24 hours notice wow. and so we had people stationed at that building to turn people over to four or five miles over to McAdoo and that's where we ran our first show wow that's that's crazy yeah a little bit of change in the last minute nothing like a little change right nothing like a little change so and then it gets better if if you really want to know the story of the first day of the show let's let, let me tell you what happened the first day of the show with with the ring so we have the ring scheduled and I had nothing to do with it, but we had the ring scheduled. It was supposed to come that Friday night because we didn't have our own ring then, but whoever they rented the ring from, I don't even remember who it was. He basically pulled the plug on us and the whole nine yards, the last minute, nice guy, right? <laughs> um, so it's 12 o'clock the day of the show and we don't have a ring. Wow. And um, so Ryan calls me up and I remember I was actually sitting in McDonald's parking lot. And I actually remember this out by the Laurel mall. He says, um, I got two options. You know, we don't have a ring. I have a, there's a guy we know in Wilkes-Barre who has one or there's a buddy of mine that has one down in Shenandoah. He's like, but we have to go get either one. So, well, it's 12 o'clock. People are on their way. You know, names are driving to this show and we don't have a ring. So I'm not sure where Tony was, but Ryan and I got in the U-Haul. Ryan got in the U-Haul truck, and I followed them down to Shenandoah. We drove down there and pull up to this house, a guy Ryan worked with, and he has a ring in his backyard, not put together, underneath um, tarps and the shed and covered with leaves. And over we had to step over this little chicken fence. It was all muddy. So, and the ring was fine. I mean, but this is where we went. This is what we had to do the day of the show. Now the show starts at seven. It's, it's now probably one thirty. So Ryan and I had to load the ring into the truck through the mud over the chicken fence. You name it. We loaded it up. Yeah. So we got done loading the ring up about four 30 had to head to McAdoo, which is probably a half hour. We literally got to McAdoo, dropped the truck off. I left to go home to shower. Ryan left to go home to shower. We were filthy. We were black from the mud. 
they start putting the ring together. I was back in McAdoo for 545, and I lived probably 20 minutes from there. Went home, jumped in the shower as quick as I could, came back in my suit. Now, people are already in line to come in the building. The ring's not even up yet. <laughs> so <laughs> we got everything situated, and uh, the show started a little late, but that is the story of the first PPW show with the ring. I mean, flash forward, fast forward seven years later, we have our own ring. We set up the night before. We actually have a place that looks like an arena. Um, so much has changed. We videotape the shows. We have commentary. We have a TV show, the whole nine yards podcast, coronavirus, everything's in, you know, has happened <laughs> in the last seven years. But that was the story of the show. And it was an absolute nightmare that day. We did well. We raised a lot of money for the helping hands. But that's really how we got our start. And then we started running monthly shows. And I'd say in seven years, we only had to cancel like three shows because of weather up wow. and before, before March, you know. Um, so, yeah. Well, that's a rare thing to only have to cancel three shows yeah. in seven years in Northeastern Pennsylvania. <laughs> and they were, all, they were all like within the same year. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then actually two of them were because of weather. One was a global force show that just kind of disintegrated. We were trying to work with um, – Global Force and Jeff Jarrett, and we had some issues with travel and the whole nine yards, and that just ended up getting canceled. But yeah, two of them in seven years with uh, with weather. That was it. Wow, that's wow. That, that surprises me. That's honestly not that bad. So you know, we talked a little about here to start uh, how PPW started. But Paul, how did you? Uh, how what was your introduction to wrestling as a kid when you started as a, as a fan? As a fan? Yeah. Well, I mean. <clears throat> excuse me, I guess my dad started to take me when I was young up to the Scranton CYC. Um, they used to have WWF used to come there back in the day. They had Hogan and the Moondogs and the Samoans. And I mean, everybody was there. Big John Studd, I remember. George the Animal Steel. They all came to Scranton. And the CYC was a 1,000 degrees in there. And my memories of that, I remember – uh, you know, they'd have always have the big matches, you know, Pedro Morales versus Don Morocco. And it was 100 degrees in there. All I can remember about that place is drinking those little orange juices that were so warm, but you were so hot, you drank the little little containers of orange juice, the orange drink they used to sell there. And then people would throw them in the ring. Like, that's literally what they did. Uh, and um, also, our building, Holy Family Academy, St. Joe's Gym, WWF used to come there back in the day. Oh, so wow. we saw, I saw shows there um, when I was young. You know, I went to Philadelphia once or twice. We saw like um, a, a battle royal it was or something like that years back in the day. But, I mean, it's, it's nothing like it is now. There was no independent wrestling. Um, you know, we'd go down to Hamburg once in a while to watch them tape wrestling. But um, totally, totally different back then. Um, you know, I mean, it was a good experience. I mean, you know, I went with my dad and took a couple of my friends. I was probably, you know, eight to 10 years old. I remember that, that was my first introduction in wrestling. You know, we always wanted to try to build a wrestling ring in our backyard. I remember me and my brothers and we used to actually, we used to put on little shows in our backyard around the town with a one-sided wrestling ring tied to some uh, a grapevine <laughs> with some elastic ropes. And we used to wrestle there and was called the the Bow Civic Center. We used to call it. <laughs> would make a would make a, a little program up and would hand it out to the kids of the of the of the town, and they'd come over and watch. And 
you know, would dress up like Adrian Adonis and Jesse Ventura. And we had, we had, all, we had little belts made out of leather, you know, so it was fun, you know, but, uh, you know, nothing like a four-sided ring. <laughs> it was one side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. Oh, so I know we're talking about introductions, we're talking BBW, how you became a wrestling fan. But, Paul, what you're doing now as far as broadcasting is kind of what I'm going to school for, as many people know. How did you get involved with not just ring announcing for wrestling, but many people know you, you call football games, you call basketball games, you call so much. Like, how did you get in, involved with that? Well, let's start with wrestling first, and I can tell you how that happened. I, I was working out at a gym in Hazleton, and a couple of the wrestlers came to the gym, Tommy Ferrara and James Vasquez. And James was a wrestler. I really didn't know Tommy. I met him through James, and he was telling me he was wrestling. And I'm like, what kind of wrestling? And he's like, independent wrestling. And I'm like, oh, my God. I don't want to – I can't imagine you wrestling. You know, and then I, I, I met Tommy, and Tommy was – you know, Tommy had a WWE – was in WWE and Deep South. And, you know, Tommy was a great guy. And he said to me uh, – why don't you come to the show? I'm like, all right. So I went to the show, me and my son. Again, this is with that other company that we all left. The show started like an hour late or something like that. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, it was just, you know. But, I mean, there was a lot of good people, you know, a lot of good talent on the show. Um, so they had some uh, – this kid that was ring announcing, he, he had like a white – hat on and a white suit he, he i mean i'm not saying anybody that i'm good but whatever he he wasn't very good let's be nice and um so i said to james i'm like where did you guys get that ring announcer and he's like well i, I don't know where he came from he was only a one-time thing why do you know anybody and i'm like yeah me <laughs> he's like well you could ring announce i'm like yeah i could ring announce he's like did you ever do it i said well i mean i've done announcing in college and stuff like that and i'm like yeah i could do it so he's like well, I'll get you on a show. So it was a charity show in Freeland at the Freeland Event Center. And that's the first show for them. I re-announced and the promoter said to me, he, uh, he asked me, he said, do you do announcing for a living? I said, no, I'm a financial planner. <laughs> that's what I do for a living. I, you know, I went to school. I have a degree in criminal justice. I don't have a broadcasting degree. I have a degree in that. I work in finance. And um, no, I just like to do this. This is the first time I've ever done it. He's like, oh, well, will you do my shows? And I'm like, yeah, I'd love to do your shows. So that's kind of how I got involved in wrestling. And, um, you know, I met Scott there, you know, which you could hold that against me or whatever you want. Yeah. But I'm not just kidding. He's a great guy. Um, <laughs> I met him. I did some show, uh, shows in New York. And um, I was just getting uh, – hold on. I mean, let me tell this person. I'll call him back here. <laughs> All right. Nobody's interrupting our podcast. Um, so I did some shows up there and I, I start getting calls from other, you know, promoters and, you know, emails and messages and say, Hey, do you want to do my show? Would you do my show? And, you know, I kind of got my name out there, which is important with anything, get your name out there. And, you know, I, I've, I've, I've been, you know, blessed to work for a lot of, you know, different companies in Pennsylvania. I did a couple in New York and Jersey and um, you know, and it worked out great. It's fun. I enjoy it. You know, and then, you know, we started doing commentary at PPW, which I love to do. And then I started to do some, you know, at some other shows. But the basketball and football thing is a funny story. They're, one of the guys, Joe Rogers, um, 
messaged me and he said to me, I did some work for him for wrestling. And um, he said, Hey, um, this guy, I know Derek Rizzo is looking for broadcasters. And I'm like, well, okay. And he's like, can you do it? And I'm like, well, what does he do? He's like baseball or basketball, football. I'm like, well, yeah, he can do it. So I messaged Derek on Facebook and, you know, I uh, hooked up with him and he's like, yeah, come on down and see how you can do. And I went down and I did a basketball game for him and he's like, wow, you know, he's, you know, they were really impressed and they enjoyed it. And I, you know, he asked me and I was that year. I only did two games cause it was like midway through the season. And then the next year he said to me, would you do football for me full time? You know, every Friday, Friday night lights. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. So the very first year I did, I was by basically by myself a lot. The other guy wasn't there a lot. My, uh, my color guy. And then I start doing basketball with Jim Webb, who I owe so much to. He, he is um, the owner of Webb Weekly down in Williamsport, and um, he's probably one of the best guys I ever met in my life. He is, he's just like a. I mean, he's he's not much older than me, but I always call him my second dad. He's one of the best guys. He does so much for that community, and he just treats me and everybody that works for him so well. There's just not that people like that in this world, um, but. I got hooked up with him and him and I did basketball together. And then I got a call from Derek who does PA sports live. And he said to me, Hey, um, do you want to come down to Atlanta and call the high school all American game? Master P owns this company. It's Hoopers only. Would you want to come work for them? And I'm like, well, absolutely. So they flew me down to Atlanta myself. Um, Chris is a young kid that from Drexel super kid. Um, he did the play by play Fred Carter, mad dog, Fred Carter. He was uh Played for the Sixers, was uh, one of the general managers of the Sixers. Um, he did it, and we, we did a uh, weekend down there in Atlanta, Georgia, um, for Hoopers only. So that's basically – and then, you know, ever since that, I've been doing it. I think this will be my fourth year coming up with Hoopers only and Web Weekly Live, PA Sports Live. And I got a great uh, color partner now for football, the coach. And if he listens to this, Coach Rich Salonis – him and I hit it off last year so well. It's our first year working together, but um, he's a school teacher down at South Williamsport, former football coach. He's just a wealth of knowledge, and um, it's so great to be in the booth with him. He does the color. I do the play-by-play, and we uh, we hit it off. We mesh so well, like like Jim and I and, and all three of us, and uh, we're just such good friends now, and we, we talk to each other during this COVID thing the whole time, and I just talked to Rich yesterday, and I told him, I said, the season's getting close. You know, we're ready to uh, we're ready to roll for the football se- high school football season. But I, I know I'm being long-winded here, but just trying to get everybody in here. Yeah, um, yeah. But um, Coach, you know, Coach Rich, I love him. I mean, he's, he's a great guy. Same thing with Jim Webb, Derek Rizzo. I owe it all to those guys. And Joe Rogers is the one that got me hooked up. You know, it's, it's funny. So Yeah, I, I hope we even have a football uh, high school season. Uh, I hope so. A very close friend of mine is uh, – starting uh, a defensive lineman for Lake Lehman. It's his senior year, so I'm really hoping uh, they don't cancel it on him. But, well, they're talking about playing down in the Williamsport area, so. Well, that's good. Hopefully that transfers up here in the, the I don't even know what I call this area. It's an area. <laughs> uh, we'll leave it at that. But uh, so, Paul, we were, we were talking a little bit before we came on air about uh, you and uh, Bravado and EJ did the uh, Keeping It Real but we have yet to hear another episode. What's uh... Well, 
<laughs> we did the first one, and uh, we were like all in three different locations. I was here in my uh, studio slash office <laughs> at my real job, and uh, EJ was somewhere on the plantation, and uh, Scott was up on the in Mudridge Lane up on the farm. So it was three locations. It came pretty good, the first one. Scott and I did a second one, but the audio was messed up. Oh, okay. And I don't know, we didn't do it through Zoom or I, I don't know. I did it on my cell phone and we kind of, it, we did like an hour long recording and it totally got messed up. So we're, we're waiting to get back on track. I mean, it'll happen again. We just, we just started getting the best of PPW back on TV. So yeah. Um, we want to keep that going and, you know, kind of highlight some matches from years gone by in PPW just to keep uh, us relevant during this time because, you know, with this whole COVID thing, we, we don't know when we're coming back. You know, the state issued rules um, about two weeks ago. They're tough. They're, they're very not – they're not promoter-friendly, should I say. Yeah. Um, you know, seating's limited – we can't use our building right now. It's a school, which I can't blame them 100%. Mm -hmm. They're not going to put people in there when you, the faculty's not allowed or the kids aren't allowed in there. So that leaves us with maybe an outdoor location. Yeah. But, you know, trying to find one, trying to see who will let us and take that responsibility isn't easy. You know what I mean? So would love to have one outside, but, you know, you have to abide by the rules, which we're prepared to abide by them, but it's – it's really tough right now. It's, it's a tough time and, you know, but nobody's running. I mean, there's no shows running besides the big companies. And um, I don't foresee it happening till the fall. I mean, I'm hoping that once we're green for a month, we see these cases start to decline where we can start to open up society again um, to do different things. I mean, I miss going, sitting in a restaurant to eat, you yeah. know, you can't even, you know, do stuff like stuff you took for granted. Um, okay. and wrestling's entertainment and, you know, we want it to be safe and, you know, we all talk about it all the time. We'd love to, you know, do it, but we're not going to put the fans at risk or our performers or ourselves. And, um, you know, so right now we're, everything's just on hold. Yeah. I know when you said outdoor location, Brian and I, and Chris kind of looked at each other like, I think we might know a place. <laughs> hey, you guys got a place up there. We'll come up there. We'll bring the ring and we can have a play, uh, thing out there. Just uh, show me some pictures and mm -hmm. we can set it up. And what are your requirements? Put... Like, is there seating required or cause, cause we're not sure what that. Yeah. We're thinking like, like to have, well, I mean, go ahead, Paul. Sorry. I cut you off. That's all right. No, you're good. The requirements for outdoor shows are a little different. Um, the seating, I mean, you have to practice social distancing, which isn't a problem if you're in a big open area. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. You can bring your own chairs. I mean, people, I did see a couple of shows. People are bringing their own chairs. Um, you can't be that close. You can't be close to the ring. Right. That can't happen. You have to be back farther, but in an open area, you know, that's different in an open area. I don't believe you have to wear masks either mm -hmm. in a closed area. Everybody has to wear a mask. Um, once we do find an open, like a, a location, we can then contact the state and find out what the requirements are for that location. Everybody, you know, I assume still would have to be temperature checked. You know, oh, they, they, they did that. I mean, I was at, I, we, I was down Hershey this week and for my son, take him down to the doctors and we stopped at Hershey's chocolate world. Well, I mean, you had to stick your head on an iPad and they basically take your temperature with a little dot. And I mean, everything is they you don't open a door. The doors are all open for you. I mean, they're 100% on board with it. 
you know, it's tough and it's tough for a small promotion like us yeah. um, on the grand scheme of things. Cause we are, we might be a big promotion, you know, to a lot of indie wrestling, but on the grand scheme of things, there's a lot of expenses that go into that. So you got to make sure you're safe. You only can have 250 people, which then limits what you can do as far as bringing people in. Cause everything costs money, you know, but we're, we're still looking. I mean, my goal would be to do something in August would be great, but we're going to see how things pan out in the next few weeks here with, you know, the virus and that, I mean, we would schedule something for August outside, you know, and like a rain day the next day or something or, you know, but um, we're not going to be able to use our building till the fall. Yeah. Um, you know, so we'll, we'll see what goes on. Yeah. Um, not, all I can say is now I'm very excited. That's all I can say. Well, Hey, if we, if we, uh, if we, could, if we run an outside show up there, you guys could do your podcast and everything. You'll be the official podcast of the show. How's that? Uh, there we go. I like this. Can you say that again? <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. You could be the official podcast of PPW wow. at an outdoor show. Look at that. All right. Love it. I'm writing it down. <laughs> <laughs> so to get um, into the, uh, like, I love to talk about the art and the the background and like what, what goes into making like a good wrestling show happen. So as the ring announcer, how do you see your role? Um, what are some things that like me as a fan that, that just happened that you just do well. And so I don't have to think about them. Um, but what, what do you add to the show um, that is important for that specific role? Well, I wish I was just a ring announcer. I wish I was. But that's hardly there are many hats. Yeah, many so, hats. Yeah, there, there's, there's many. There's many hats. The, the, way, the way we were doing it with PPW is, you know, Tony would handle the booking of the show, the matches, the talent while they were there. You know, Scott handled TV. He did all the TV. Um, you know, Ryan handled the social media. Um, Alex did some stuff for his podcast, um, you know, backstage stuff and some stuff with the wrestlers for his podcast. Um, but that's just, that's just talking day of the show leading up to that. I mean, the show has to be registered with the state. I did that. We have to, you have to get posters made. Well, I was in charge of that. You have to get tickets made, <laughs> you know, you, um, you have to get sponsors, you know, um, like Goomba that, Salsa. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's kind of the stuff that I did was, was a lot of the marketing. Um, you know, the t-shirts we have, um, you know, we, we all, you know, I kind of took the lead in ordering them and, you know, even the new PPW ones we're getting, um, you know, there's just a lot of stuff. You have to organize a, crew, a ring crew, you know, which we used a lot of, you know, Tony's underdog students. Um, you have to make sure you have a cleanup crew. Um, then you have to have security and, you know, there's just a, and then when we had our concessions, you know, that was another thing that had to be organized. It's a lot that goes into the show. Um, so that when seven fifteen comes and, you know, we're going out there, everything's in order. Everybody knows what to do. Everybody knows how much time they have. Um, we try to keep things flowing. So people aren't sitting there for five hours, but you know, everybody has to kind of, we have a great team there. I mean, we had a good team. We have it down to science, um, you know, and then Mitch, um, not to forget Mitch, Mitch did so much work. Scott designed the website, Mitch maintained it. Mitch still, I mean, he's involved with the best of PPW. He does some great backstage interviews, fantastic kid. Um, you know, Scott revamped the whole PPW high voltage show, the whole thing. Um, and it actually, you know, cause I was doing it. And I know nothing about TV, 
you know, he, he, he did the TV and it was, you know, it flowed like a story. Um, you know, I, I, a lot of the names we brought in, Tony or myself talked to their agents. I roll if you can see it. <laughs> you know, um, it's just a lot. It's a lot that goes into show. And a lot of people don't understand you. You have to have a doctor. You know, you, you have to have so many things that cost so much money. That's why you don't see more shows popping up because just so much stuff is, you know, it's expensive to yeah. do. Um, you know, but we, we have a great team. Like I said, all of us work together and, uh, you know, like I said, tried to tried to give us the best we can. And, and, and social media coverage is huge. Like I said, Ryan did the PPW uh, Facebook and the Twitter and Mitch ran Instagram and the website and Scott, you know, designed a website. And like I said, and it's just a lot of stuff that all uh, meshes together. And, and EJ, um, you know, did some stuff at one time with the TV also, but um, you know, EJ's like the foreman of our ring crew. Uh, he's that's his job after the show's over. He's the one that's yelling at everybody. Let's go. I want to get this stuff down. So we get out of here. You know, but it's a lot of work. It really is, you know, you know, and, and like I said, we were lucky. We got to do two shows with impact wrestling and uh, seeing the ins and outs of that. And, you know, it was, uh, it was an experience. Sure. Yeah. You guys do a great job of all that just happens. And then we show up and that's really amazing. And, and like, I was thinking when you were telling that story about not having a ring, like <laughs> the audience that night, they, they don't know, you know, <laughs> they don't, they had no idea what we went through that day. And I told Ryan the other day, when I talked to him, I told him I was doing the podcast. I said, I will tell the story about you and I going through the mud <laughs> and nobody else was around. It was him and I in the mud. And I, I'm talking, I'm not even exaggerating. It, there was, it was deep and it was crappy out. And it was, we had to step over this little chicken wire fence that Ryan cut his leg on and probably had to get a shot for it or whatever. But it was, I can't even explain that day. Thank God we got a ring because yeah. that would have been a nightmare, but that was our very first show, Yeah, you know, and we've come so far from that. Just the whole, you know, we were in such a groove that we knew that at third Saturday, that was PPW and basically here's what has to be done. And everybody kind of would just do what they had to do. And, you know, cause there's a lot to do. There's, there's, you got to spread the word. You want people to know, um, you know, just what you do, just in my, in my real job. I want everyone to know what I do, you know? So that's, that's the way I look at it. And, you know, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Paul, uh, just, uh, just hearing you talk and, and about like, you know, how everything started and, and just everybody's role and everything, it takes a lot of people to pull the show off. So how would you say like, you know, how quickly do you feel like you guys as a, a crew uh, meshed, you know, going into the show? And I know every show is probably going to be different, whether you're bringing in a different guest or different, but like, I guess the main, the senior, the executives, if you will, of PPW or like yeah. what's on the show, how quickly did you guys really gel and mesh? Like what was, what did that process look like? If that makes any sense? Yeah, like, I, I think it took a couple of years really to get everything on the same page because it really the first year was kind of like okay let's do a show well we really didn't think about pricing tickets how much they should be because how much all the costs are and then we didn't realize that you had to pay sales tax on what you sold you know because we had it we didn't have a license then we have one now but we didn't have one we rented somebody's 
So it was kind of up to him to tell us what we owed. There was all these additional costs that we didn't know. We didn't know how much a doctor should cost for a show as opposed to how much he really is. You know what I mean? Like, and, and you know, we have Dr. Frank, he's the best in the business now. And I mean, he's super, super to deal with super easy. You'd never have to worry about him not showing up because in Pennsylvania and most of the States, if your doctor's not there, there's no wrestling show. You can't have one. You have to have a doctor there. Um, so it took us a couple of years to get things meshed out. I mean, there's still rough patches that we go through, but um, the main part about running any business is you got to have checks and balances. You got to have a budget and you got to know what you're going to draw because we know what we average every single month. And, you know, if we bring in um, whoever, Booker T, are we going to get 300 more people to merit how much he is or Mick Foley? We had 1100 people there when we had Mick Foley. Yeah. You know, um, but, you know, McFoley's expensive. So you kind of got to figure all that out, um, you know. And you could judge it by, like I said, by, you know, what guys are going to bring in or girls or whoever. Um, because, you know, meet and greets is an important way of making revenue also. Yeah. Um, so you kind of got to judge all that. It's a, the long way around your question, though, it did take a couple years. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Well, I don't, we'll go further back to it. Uh, PPW has a, uh, to, to the fan aspect, at least a, a very nice relationship with impact wrestling. Cause you guys have done the, the two, uh, well, technically three shows, but over three, yeah. ones. Uh, how did that, uh, uh, I don't want to, I don't know how to this. How'd that come about of you guys, uh, joining and doing uh, joint shows? Well, I, Tony really set that up. I don't, I don't really know how it started, but, Josh Matthews, he really talked to, and for the first show was basically Tony set it up with Josh Matthews to do the first show. And then the second show we did, it was kind of, you know, I kind of was involved with the setting it up with Josh and with Tony on like three-way messages because everything was set up basically through messenger. Um, but that's really how, I don't even know how the initial contact was of, if someone refer, maybe I think it was through Sanjay Dutt because Sanjay was with TNA mm -hmm. and Sanjay kept in touch with us and with Tony. And I think that's what's, I'm almost positive. That's what set up the first show. And then Sanjay left for WWE like the week before our show. Yeah. So then Josh Matthews stepped in and that's how that is. That's how it set up. That was the first one. He was the common denominator. Cause like I said, we had Sanjay probably three times in our, infancy there at PPW we had him you know he wrestled um Zima Ion one show um he wrestled Shane Strickland that's in you know NXT right now mm -hmm. the swerve um and then he, I think he wrestled one more time we had him a few times so we had a good relationship with Sanjay Sanjay was hooked up with Global Force then he went back to Impact and that's kind of how that got started um you know the first time with with the Impact show the second time um was more like you know we just dealt with josh but um I, I i didn't have too much dealings with him the first time at all the second time i uh i was involved the whole weekend should i say <laughs> yeah yeah the second time uh, not to take anything away from the first time but the second time in my opinion at least it went really smooth i thought it was really cool to have a titantron type thing in holy family because we just had that little tent ramp and then when i walked in that night i saw this huge titan drawn just blaring at me like whoa 
Yeah, well, that, that Titan Tron is awesome. I have, a, I have a picture in my office, actually. Frank Boris, who another guy that means so much to PPW. Mm -hmm. I don't want to forget anybody. Um, Dave Walters is another guy. Rob Miller, they, they all help us out so much. Dima Shapiro. Um, but Frank took a great picture of everybody coming out of the entranceway right in front of the Titan Tron as we came out. And I have a picture. Of, I got one of mine blown up in the office. You know, it says Impact Wrestling. And uh, it was kind of surreal. It was, it was really cool. You know, we had a good time. Um, I wish we could have did some commentary as PPW. We, Scott and I did do commentary for the two dark matches the first time. And I don't know what happened to it. We never got the commentary. But um, I did some commentary with Josh Matthews both times that's on their uh, – on their feed, but I wish, you know, Scott and I and EJ, we could have did some more, but um, it was cool. It was, it was really cool. Yeah. So. Yeah. That, uh, one of my favorite memories from the night uh, was one of the first, I'm trying to remember how the night went. One of the first matches, uh, the only time I ever heard Paul Bow do a little bit of a mic slip was introducing a, a certain uh, young lady. We'll put it like that. Uh, do you uh, remember that conversation you had with Jordan Grace after, now, I, I listened to your podcast when you were on with Tornado Tag. The way she does spell her name is absolutely ridiculous, and the way you said it is exactly how it's spelled. But that – I was scared for Paul because I saw her start John at you, and I was like, what is going on? Um, she got – here's what happened. I mean, it's my fault in the end, but somebody wrote me my cards. Mm -hmm. And um, they had uh, her name as Jordy Ann, not Jordan. And I know the way she spells it. And I kind of just looked at it. I made a mistake. She got mad in a ring and she said, you know, that's not my name or something to that nature. And I said, well, I apologize. I know what your name is because I know her. I met her. I knew her on the indies. Yeah. And I knew I made a mistake. And um, I apologized to her. And that's all I could do. Listen, people make mistakes. It wasn't like I totally butchered her name things happen she got upset time you know that was just heated a moment whatever but i mean i apologized to her the next day i apologized to her on twitter it is what it is um you know official issuing <laughs> a twitter apology well she said no, so, she posted something on twitter somebody posted something and she made a comment and whatever and i, I posted on there i said listen mistakes happen i take responsibility i'm sorry for it what hey what all that's going on right now in Twitter, that's the least of my worries with people. Yeah. You know, I'll take a Freudian slip anytime. Curtis is like the Howard Stern of wrestling podcasts. So he's always bringing up, you know, the mistakes and he just wants that's to okay. I made a mistake. Journalism. That's where, that's what Curtis is going for. Did we just say Howard Stern. Yeah. Does that know yeah. who, is, who it is? No, it's Howard Stern. Yeah. I mean, when are we going to get him on the podcast? Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I told I told Curtis I told Curtis he could ask me anything he wants. <laughs> one thing one thing we're not going to talk about. I don't know if Jeff Carden brought this up. Uh oh. I don't know. If you ever watch our PPW videos, every time Jeff Carden and I are in the ring, he always has to come up to me and say something, and no one knows what he's saying. He um, told us off air. <laughs> okay. Well, I won't say it on air. <laughs> but when we're in the ring together, I can't even look at him because <laughs> he makes me laugh all the time by saying the stupid things that he says that are funny. That's our little little private joke. <laughs> and we were we were in Scranton in the mall. <laughs> we were doing like a six man match. 
I don't even I know who. I know one of the guys that was in it, and I know what was said. <laughs> Literally, my microphone was on, and he <laughs> nobody heard it over the music, but I I almost choked when he said that. <laughs> you know, he's he's out of his mind. Oh my goodness! You guys have anything else before we let uh, Mr. Bo go? I gotta get some news too. Yeah, I'd love to hear like your 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 favorites on the roster or some matches you want to see in the future, Ooh, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, like Evander James retaking the title. Mm. I mean, that could. Happen. Who are my favorite guys on the roster? Well, my best friend in wrestling isn't even on the PPW roster, really. So we'll uh, we'll go with Brandon Scott. Um, he's only here once in a while, but yeah. if there's anybody I talk to every day um, that I became friends with through wrestling, a wrestler is Brandon. Um, you know, we still talk every day. Um, my 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 favorites. I, I'll say my favorite performers because I like everybody as people. Sure. I, there's nobody I don't like. My favorite performers. I'm gonna say, I, I love Facade. I think Facade is so good. Mm. Um, I like Andy Hedder. He's a great guy. He's a great performer. Casey Navarro is very humble and respectful. Um, Sam Adams, I always like Sam. Um, his skill in the ring, and now him and Lobo together as a tag team is is really really good. Um, uh, I don't want to forget anybody. I, I, I really like Sebastian Cage too. I mean, he's really new to our roster, and he's only been here a little bit. Um, but I, I really like a lot of those guys that came from house of glory to main event uh montequila charles mason um those guys are, are all so talented yet so respectful I'm not saying anybody else isn't but evander i mean i got evander james i saw him at a promotion at um gsw oh. and i was up there watching the show i wasn't even i just went up there to check it out with the guys they might have used our license or something i don't even remember what it was and I saw him wrestle. I never saw Evander. And he was a lot bigger than he was. Yeah. And, um, you know, I talked to him after the show. And I'm like, hey, would you ever want to come down to work for PPW? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I, I hooked up with him. And, uh, you know, we, go, we got him on our show. And that's, that's basically how we got him. Um, I mean, so many guys that just, um, you know, came through. Deshaun Pratt is another one that has so much talent. Um, you know, and then there's the, the guy, the originals. I mean, like from the original PPW show, South Philly was on our very first show and they're still there, wow. you know? Um, but I think we have such a talented roster. There's there's to say my all time favorites is hard because like I said, there's so many talented guys on our roster, um, you know, and, and um, easy to deal with. Like the punk rock all-stars are another tag team that are very, very, very easy to deal with. Such low-maintenance guys um, put on a great match. They held our belts for over a year. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm big on action style. Like, I like the smaller guys that fly around the ring. I enjoy that kind of wrestling. Um, but um, my favorite matches to call, though, are usually matches um, – my favorite match was probably the match with Mike Orlando – and Swagger, Jack Swagger, we're going to feature that on the next PPW. Um, you know, and Mike's moved to Florida since, but I mean, he was a champ for a long time, wrestled a lot of the names. Um, that was one of my favorite matches to call. Casey Navarro and Rich Swan and Deshaun Pratt. Um, you know, we have some other matches going back with Tommy Suede years ago. And again, we had, I mean, I don't know if you know, we had AJ Styles here twice. Oh, 
Mm -hmm. PPW. I always remind everybody that he's a former PPW tag team. Tag team champ, yeah. <laughs> Him and Tommy Slade, yeah. Um, AJ was a super, super guy. Super guy. Um, you won't find him more down to earth. I always say, people always ask me of all the names you brought in, um, who was your favorite uh, name to deal with? And he is number one by a long shot. Wow. He was the, the most down to earth guy. Um, and as far as girls go, um, I, it's, I'm stuck between two. It's either um, Rosa Mendez or Summer Ray. I mean, both of them were just so, so nice um, to deal with and, and easy to deal with. Um, and that's, that's, you know, part of the game, but yeah, we have a, we have a really talented roster and we get a lot of people messaging us to get on our roster and we just don't have the room. A lot of times I tell people, you know, check back in three months or check back in six months, you know, um, you know, I, I think Curtis, I know you're, you love tag team wrestling and yeah. I think that our tag team division is really strong. I mean, you got Bull and Bow, the Sambo Show, the main event, the Punk Rock All Stars, South Philly's finest. I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, it's it's a uh, you know, and our singles singles, uh, you know, the the No Limits match of Fox Vineyard, mm -hmm. um, you know, Big Johnny, the Dark Horse, <laughs> and then I, we're building up our female division too, and that's something a lot of independent wrestling doesn't have. Um, is a good female division. A lot of them, you know, are just are struggling, but I think ours are really good. The girls that we have are all really talented. I mean, Danny Moe, Adina, you know, um, we had Miranda for a while, for a while, uh, Christina Marie. I mean, you know, really, really solid division of women. I mean, it's hard to find girls. It really is. It's hard to find, um, you know, girls at a wrestling school that are ready to, to be, you know, I quote, say TV ready. You know, it's hard. You know, it's hard to find guys, but it's even harder to find girls, you know. Yeah. So. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think one of my favorite uh, PW kind of like stories to me is when I originally started going, there was a fan in the front row who always looked bigger than half the wrestlers. And my dad would talk, make sure we go and talk to him after every show. And let's just say that man is your current PPW No Limits champion, Isaac Rule. That just watching him from a, go to a fan to where he is now is one of the, one of my favorite things about PPW, like, cause his story is just awesome. Well, if you have on your podcast, hopefully he has his German accent. I got in his birthday message to young Jack. Uh -huh. Um, he, he, he's, he's, he's from the underdog school and he worked hard and, um, you know, he has the size and he's, he's learning and, learn as you go. And yeah, he, uh, you know what I mean? He's done well, you know, it's, yeah, you know, all those, everybody. I mean, like I said, we, we have a, there's really no weak spots on our roster. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, know? you basically named most of the roster. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to admit anybody. I, I'm being honest with you. Though. I mean, I, I don't have anybody that's, you know, I don't have a favorite and I don't, yeah. I don't really get involved much with the booking. I, I, I'll suggest something. You know, I kind of pick my battles. I, I'll suggest them be, because it, it does, it's like picking usually, you know, numbers out of a hat. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. I mean, you know, you want to follow your storylines and that, but like so much of the guys are so, so even in talent, sure. you know, um, like I said, um, you know, we had Sean Carr for a while was one of our, you know, another PPW heavyweight guy. Um, yeah. 
you know, they're just so interchangeable. Mike Orlando got hurt twice, you know, and then he came back and, you know, you miss that because like a lot of these guys for indie wrestlers, they're your draws. But then, you know, a guy like Evander James just steps in, you know, or Casey Navarro or Facade or, you know, like I said, or Mike when he came back or Sean, you know, it's just so interchangeable. You know, and and I think that's that's definitely a key to success is you have to have that interchangeability. You know what I mean? Like you have to be able to pivot on a dime because it, it, it's it's you know it's wrestling. Somebody could get hurt the night before. It happened with Mike. He yeah. blew his knee out the night before. You know he was going to wrestle Swagger. Yeah, that was my first show. I walked in and everyone was freaking out that the night before Mike Orlando blew his knee out. Yeah, I mean it happens. It, yeah. it happens. You know, but um, yeah. So, Paul, is there anything you you want to plug? Oh, be super respectful of your time. We got some news to dig into for the second half of the show. But is there anything uh, you want to plug before we let you go? Well, we're gonna plug ppwwrestling.com as always. Oh yeah. Um, actually, every and P, uh, ppw's YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. We're gonna you can see every ppw matches under Scott did a great job. Um, along with uh, Tyler Herbert and, you know, Mitch has taken over a little bit now, but they did a great job organizing all those matches. You could just go back to any show. Um, the website is absolutely awesome. You could click on uh, uh, your favorite wrestler. It has links on there. Um, you know, visit our shop. We still have trading cards available. I still got a couple sets to sell. I don't have any PPW shirts because we only ordered what we needed and we sold a ton of them. Yeah. They should be in within the next, hopefully within the next week or so. I have to talk to the vendor that we ordered them from. Um, but I mean, you know, stay tuned to our, you know, uh, Facebook page, uh, PPW Entertainment. Stay tuned to PPW High Voltage. Watch us on WYLN every Sunday night. Eight o'clock. I believe we have an encore showing on Saturdays too at four thirty. We're doing the best of PPW now. We're doing what we can do in this time. Hopefully, because your guys, your eyes lit up when I said that outdoor show. I hope we got something maybe in the works yeah. for maybe August, mm-hmm. and uh, we could run something out there up in Dallas area. That's you guys. Oh, you're up there, right, Dallas? Yeah, Back Mountain. Yep. Back Mountain. We'll bring Bob Wright out. Your butt. Your dad's buddy. Oh We'll my bring God. Big Bob out there. We'll get him in the ring. Uh, against your dad, maybe in like a Texas uh, chain match or something like that. I could fight it with a strap. As long as I get to manage my dad, that's fine. We can do it. <laughs> well, it's only going to go about two minutes because both of them will be out of gas. Yeah, my dad will pass out probably within 90 seconds. Uh, no. Well, Paul, we appreciate you coming on. Uh, we're going to take a little break here, talk to you a little bit more off air, and we'll be back for the second half. There's a lot of news going on we got to talk about. Okay, before I leave, before I leave, I hate Jeff Carden. I hate Phil Bravado. EJ's out of it, so he doesn't even count. I do like Alex, but he took my spot too, so screw him too. Who else Who else did you have on here? Who else? Oh, we had Johnny Moran. Anthony Blackwell from Tornado. I like Anthony Blackwell from Tornado. I'm not going to say that about Anthony Blackwell. I do like Anthony. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Moran. I don't like Johnny Moran either. He's another one too. I'm going to hook him up with one of our crazed fans that like him. So for those who came before me, I don't like any of you. Anytime you guys want me back on here, I'll be more than happy. And I promise I won't curse. Um, I just I had a great time. Thank you so much. I hope I didn't talk too much. I know I probably did. But, hey, I'm an announcer. You give me the mic, and I, my mouth just keeps going. Uh-huh. People are listening for your voice anyway. <laughs> well, my vo- I got a face for radio. That's why I'm not, I'm not sure why you guys want to do a Zoom meeting. I got a face for radio. So, thank God we're only going to have audio on here too. And I did, right. say, I did say to hell with bravado, right? You did. You got. I hate him too. Yeah, I hate him. Yeah. (laughs) 
The only one you missed was Drew Adams. He was our first ever guest. Nah, he's uh, whatever with him. Yeah, whatever. I don't have a. I can't say he's too. He's a young kid. I won't. I won't give it to him. But yeah, Bravado's <laughs> the first one on my list. And Carden, and then Carden, not far behind. <laughs> Thanks again, Paul. We'll be right back after this little break. All right. Have I ever mentioned how much I love Lucha Underground? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's how we're starting the second half. Yeah, I told you it was irrelevant, but I wanted mm. to. I just keep thinking about how much I love Lucha Underground. Have I ever told you how I? Used to love watching Mucha Lucha. Oh my gosh, that weird pinball show. Yeah, from uh, from like WB Saturday yes. mornings along with Static Shock. I think about and, uh, Mucha Lucha. And I Google Mucha Lucha often. Yeah. And I'm like, am I the only person that watched that? Yeah, I watched Mucha Lucha. My I'm friend. so glad to know that. The Flea? <laughs> wow. Okay, sorry. Anyway, old cartoons. <laughs> I'm going to be looking up pictures. <laughs> the, the, the face so we, gave me old cartoons. When we were <laughs> children on Saturday mornings, they would play cartoons. Back in the day. On uh, the television that you Do you remember? Do you know what a television is, Curtis? I'm the, I'm being this guy. I don't like this guy. When I was five. Okay, boomer. We, <laughs> yeah. we had this huge box TV. Like, this thing was massive. Yeah. I remember it. And we had to change the channel on it. It was like a radio. I mean, that's yeah, how you yeah. had to change the channel on yeah. TV. I remember. I know what TV is. We are off track really quick today. Well, with so Paul, fast. we stayed on track. But yeah. when we Did don't we have know? a guess, yeah. we get. It's true. Brian, why does the laptop keep banging? Because uh, that's Facebook. Been... That's People are. Paul. Oh, Paul I... from 4NEPA Live is messaging me and doing stuff. So I thought you were about to be like Paul Bow with this. No, not Paul Bow. Are you telling me I could do this to you? What? What, you're going to make noises? You're Don't do that. Me. It's supposed to be on Do Not Disturb, but it did not listen to its master. Unacceptable. So, listen. Yeah, when it's just us, we get really off track. I'm just But saying. I was told that's one of our good qualities, so it's so when we get off track. <laughs> I don't know if it did it, Chris. I think I don't think it's going to allow you to. Dang, it didn't. It's not. All See, right. that's what that's you get. That's Chris, what you get when Chris, you try hey, to do. Yes! Brian, we can't. Is that copyright? I'm gonna have to We're speak get, over it. La 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 la. We don't no. want to get demonetized, Brian. <laughs> 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 we can't. We can't. <laughs> Wait, I thought we had, but I thought we had like there's a certain second like loophole. Like if you play it for like eight seconds, you're fine. A it's a myth. I'm not sure, but I thought it was a myth. Can't get demonetized, Brian. <laughs> like we're making money. <laughs> We're not. That's true. We have to perform it. We don't have, we don't make You money. have to what? You can perform it? I guess. I, I, I'm telling you, Ferrara. Um, I forgot about the girl with the, with the diesel, or the, 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 the. Bulldozer hands. Hand motions are not okay. <laughs> <laughs> not that. She turns into a bulldozer it's and a good she thing like. This is an audio only podcast. Yes. Oh. And I'm not even in the camera shot, so. <laughs> there we go. Every time Chris leans forward, he gets in the camera shot. That's it. It's just me. Looking retarded with my legend hat backwards. By the way, to stay off topic, did you see the uprise still happening? Yeah, I'm kind of hoping it gets canceled. I'm not. I don't think I'd go if it does. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, we're really off topic now, but there's an event happening. There's an event happening that day that I don't want to miss, and that's happening at Chris's Chris's church. Oh, so I should know what you're doing. You're a legend for it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! yeah. So in September. If it's if it's copyrighted, I don't want to. Who's? I have no idea what phone number that is. So I'm gonna ignore you. Sorry. What you about right wrestling? What about <laughs> wrestling? The fact that it sounded like maybe the PA Pal Driver podcast is gonna be 
like an official, I don't know. The official host, podcast of PPW. The official. Uh, he said oh, it. Of that show. Of that of show. That show no, down. What, we, he said it. <laughs> I thought it was of that show. I thought it was just of that show, I didn't too. hear that. What I heard was the PA Bile Driver podcast was the official podcast of PPW. And I think he also said Tornado Tag can stop recording or, or something. I think that's what well, they're That the, sounded a lot nicer than the way he put it. They, they said that. <laughs> he remember, said it remember, Chris, they were telling us last week that some people would say that they're the best wrestling podcast ever. That's true. That's not true, though. Right. That's not true. I feel like I want to be nice to those guys, but also I feel like like a feud between us would be real fun. Oh, I've already told Tony about a feud. Yeah. All right. But So it's a heel turn. I'm going to do a slow heel we're turn. We're turning heel. Slow turn heel? Yeah, slow heel turn. So that was the beginning. I'm, I'm going to back off. If they're fine over there. They're okay. They're cool for now. Our buddies are really Alex. Oh, that's plural. Uh, it's just Alex. <laughs> I have no so I have not met these men yet. Yeah, we put you in a group chat. And you're, like, what? you're like, what is yeah, this? What is this group chat? Da- Daddy and Thunderhawk are in that group Daddy chat. Daddy and the Thunderhawk. All right. Why they're this being called that. On PA Pile. <laughs> Let's get into some news and results from shows now because I'm getting hungry. So, yeah. Okay. Um, let's yeah, go into – let's start with Raw. Raw. <laughs> we'll start with Raw. We'll go into some Impact because Impact in general has a lot of news besides yeah, just how true. the show went. Um, so we'll start with Monday Night Raw. I'm all cut up, too. I'm doing good. Oh, perfect. Better than me. Um, so for Monday Night Raw, oh, man, I'm not even at the top. Raw, June 22nd. <clears throat> so it kicks off with uh, Dolph Ziggler interrupting Drew McIntyre, kind of teasing, uh, looking like, you're on June 8th, bud. <laughs> this is supposed to be Nobody June. knew. You didn't have to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, you're looking at like, what is this? And you're on the wrong day. Uh, so it's looking like for Extreme Rules, it's going to be uh, Ziggy or Zig. Or the only WWE wrestler that I've met while they're under. Ryan, we can't do this again. I did it for the bit. I'm sorry. Oh I wish I could say I did it by accident, but I did it on purpose. I thought you did do it on accident. Don't at me. But then again, you started, before it happened, like, your grin started getting a little bit bigger, and I was like, oh, no. Anyways, Ziggler's the only person I've ever met. I met him at a WWE show after the show. Uh, he was going around ringside. I wasn't ringside. I can't afford that. Yeah, right. But it was after a show, and he's coming around, and he gets right to me. Like, he's taking pictures with everybody, gets to me. Security comes and gets him. You have to speed this up and go. So, like, he just high fives and high fives. Like, oh, it was man. right about to be me. And I was about to get my picture taken with Dolph, like, in front of a WWE ring. Nope. Tragic. Not happening today. Still tragic, tragic childhood memories. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, it's looking like that'll be a good match. McIntyre's not. Yeah. McIntyre's going to win. That's... Yeah. But a win over Zig is a good thing. That's Zig's a very good performer. Yeah. He's the jobber, of, the jobber to the stars. Jobber to the stars. Uh, Nia Jax stages a protest. And uh, Charlotte Flair and Was it really a protest, though? I think it was just kind of her sitting in a chair. I don't know how much of a protest that is. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I know is this is the last time we're going to see Charlotte for a little bit. Yeah, I this heard is, that. This is going to be for uh, four to six weeks, is what I'm hearing. So she could be gone. I'm not complaining. Bye. Yeah. I love Charlotte. I know. That's why I looked at you and I said Hail that. The queen. And then our truth came out. This is the best part of the bit. Our yeah. truth comes out and is convinced. Akira Tozawa is dressed up as Nia Jax in disguise. It's, it's oh, remember, my. That, remember that movie Master of Disguise? <laughs> you don't know. It's I just, I, 
I can't. Our truth is just such a comedic character, and he's Do fantastic. you guys like Nia Jax? I feel like I'm becoming. I feel like she's become an acquired taste for me. I'm That's beginning good. to like her less, Ooh, okay. mostly because she's I'd not say, safe. That's it for me. Like, if I didn't know that about her, I'd probably be fine. I, same way. But I. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fact that I mean, a very graphic image of Kyrie Zane's head after she threw her into those steel steps. Like, come on, seriously. Yeah. The thing is, how about Edge's tricep? I yeah. okay, I'm very squeamish. So Did when you guys said see war- those pictures? I saw warning, graphic content. content. No? I swiped, and then I went immediately back because I almost vomited. Yeah, I'm gonna, I can't. All right, I'm I gonna can't. send it to Chris right now. Well, he's Googling. I'm trying it. to find it. Nope. Oh, there's part of it. That's not even the worst one. I want to see the inside. It's on Instagram. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, so while they're finding that, uh, next segment was the Raw Tag Team Championship match between the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders. Uh, still your tag team champions. Street Profits, sick of that. Attacked after the they match by. Want the smoke. Attacked by Garza and Andrade. Which it'll be the only way I'll ever like Angel Garza if he sticks with Andrade. So, but Vince is high on him, saying he's the no. <laughs> I'm not my phone. Chris, Chris finally, Chris finally saw it. There's a lot going on in there. Oh my gosh! I can't even look at that for more than one second. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. So I can't. I have, I have a group chat of guys that I work out with, and I was just like, "Hey, you guys know how we love like hitting triceps real hard in the oh, gym." No. I said, "This is what happens when you tear it." <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I made one of them throw up. It was yeah. great. Tom. Uh, no, it wasn't. Yeah, Tom was in the chat, but it wasn't him. I think I made Mike throw up. But anyway. Oh, Mike. <laughs> that was so. a, oh my goodness. But yeah, it's looking like Street Profits and Angel Garza and uh, Andrade uh, kind of feud for maybe. Uh, I almost said Survivor Series. Uh, Extreme Rules. We're not Thanksgiving yet. Uh, Extreme Rules. <laughs> Chris was asked uh, Extreme Rules, right? Last year? Yes, two Last, years ago. Two years, years ago. ago. Oh, I remember, this is before I really met him. Brian was like, oh, I have his friend. He, he's going to Extreme Rules. I was like, what? Yeah, free tickets, man. It was in Pittsburgh, free? right? Oh, baby. Yeah. Yes, Ye- Pittsburgh. Yes, free. It was Yins, amazing. Yin's had a good time? Usson's had a good Did time. Did I use that correctly? Yeah. Okay. Yins. So we had that a- would be a great guy to have Yins? on the podcast. Yins? Pittsburgh yeah. dad. His That's opinion great. on professional wrestling. That's true. Yins is the is the Pittsburgh like plural form of you, like y'all. That's I say y'all all the time. Like y'all come it's back yins yeah, here. Yins. Yins. Yins get off yins my lawn. Headed downtown. Anyway, back to wrestling, guys. But <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. They go extreme rules for it was free. Amazing. My buddy has a friend of a friend who like works with the in Connecticut, and so they get a friend of a friend. Is that the friend that I think I know? That's a friend. That doesn't listen to this podcast because he doesn't support you. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> you, I want to, because I don't want to name drop. Right, right. You, I know him. Then no. Then no? no. Okay, then if I know him, then <laughs> he knows John Moran. So that's not him? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, all right. I was he sure. was there, though. He I would say he went with you, yeah, though, yeah. right? Okay, yeah, yeah. I knew it wasn't crazy. No. Anyway, I mean, other people would probably say different, but. Uh, so Asuka, I, I'm so, the, 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 if we want to get through this, defeated Charlotte, I'm going through this quick because I'm just so out of it. Yeah. Uh, Edge reintroduces Randy Orton to the rated R superstar. It's pretty awesome. That got made plus on Bleacher Report. R-Truth versus Katira Tozawa, Akira Tozawa is 24-7 champion. Liv Morgan versus Natalia. Pumped. But Natalia with Lana. Yeah, whatever. I'm pumped about Liv Morgan getting something to do i'm not getting this whole lana natty thing no <laughs> no I, I don't get it like what no, it's whatever. 
well, I'm just waiting for Lana to leave. Just go with Miro to AEW. Just do it. Yeah. Like, it's going to happen. You looked at me like, who's Miro? You know who Miro is, right? No idea. That's Rusev. That's oh, his real name. Miro Day. Miro. Yeah. Miro Day. Can't Didn't wait for those leave him for Bobby Lashley? No. Yes. Brian. That's kayfabe. Come on. Bad. Well, they filed for divorce again, so maybe she can get remarried to him. Who knows? Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, it's Randy Orton's next feud is the title of this next part. Uh, Big Show comes out and confronts confronts uh i just broke my phone case uh randy orton and rick flair um with the pot with the positive tests that they're getting i kind of want them to keep rick flair out of there now just because of how That's old he point. is That's and his point. pre-existing condition what i'm looking out for the man's safety no problem Brian. he's fragile he's fragile <laughs> if you're gonna take rick flair out you might as well get rid of vince mcmahon too <laughs> i don't yeah. is he there i don't I think he might be calling the shots from Connecticut. I mean, he's in the 60s at least, so. Oh, Vince. I think he's in his 70s. He's like 95. No, he's, he's no. so old. I'm Googling He's definitely out of the 60s. I know that I would guarantee. I think he's 72, 73. Uh-huh. Really? He's I, I think he's Trump's age. I'm being dead serious. I think Trump's 73. Yeah, watch. Vince McMahon will be around I'm fairly age. certain. Okay. Like, he was on... Like, 74. I knew it. nuts? He's on the cover of Men's Health like two Man. years ago. Steroids are doing him a favor. <laughs> Steroids <laughs> and lots of Botox. So crazy. <laughs> and lots of injections, I'm sure. Anyway, so it's looking like Big Did Show. I say he's on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> but he's on Men's you might Health. Have call, you might as well call him Vince Trent McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Big Show, Randy Orton is looking like what's going to be Extreme Rules. I love show, but yeah, Big Show's looking good. He slowed down. Yeah, but I want him to continue to do television shows. Oh well, yes. He, he still is. hasn't watched it. You still have not. He still hasn't watched it. You need to watch the Big Show. 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 You're right. It's fantastic. A couple times recently, I've been sitting at home with Santa, like, why are we're, we're not watching anything right now? What do we need to be watching? The Big Show. Show. The big Show. Show. Right. It'll change your life. I highly recommend it. Okay. Especially I'm that. Probably gonna rewatch it again. Okay. Wow. That's how much fun I had. Right and now. there it went. Oof, broken. Your phone? No, the case. Oh. Good thing I only paid like seven dollars for it. Oh, see. <clears throat> this podcast comic. sponsored by I... Waterbox. <laughs> We're not sponsored by anyone yet. Chick-fil-A? Technically, Mozip is still there. We gotta sell our shirts, guys. Come on. You need to buy a shirt, people. I got it. Paul bought his shirt. If Paul is buying a shirt, why aren't you buying a shirt? Yeah. That's the real question. If Paul bought because I, I don't want to spend money. I gave you a shirt, Brian. You gave me that shirt. Yeah, that's the shirts we need to sell. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought we were selling other things. Well, we still have our Teespring account, but those don't have t-shirts on them. Uh, those are literally everything except t-shirts. Okay. Sweatshirts, tank tops, which tank tops are in very Those limited ones. quality. Yeah. But we'll talk about this more at the end. That's right. Uh, so this next part, yeah. <laughs> Iconic. I was trying to help. Uh, man, I love the Iconics. It's just, even though they're not, their ring work isn't the greatest, they're still fantastic in the ring. I'm shocked that Banks and Bailey retained, to be quite honest. Because if you're having Banks go after Asuka, you really want her to hold. They're not going to make She's it. trying to be Sasha Two Belts. Oh, my god! Are they going to make them both double? Yeah, that's the plan. No. I could see it. I don't want to see it. I that's the plan. I would hate to Asuka to lose it already. Yeah. But I could see it. I don't mind Bailey with it. And then what will happen is Becky Lynch will have her child come back and become Becky Four Belts. I <laughs> just take them all. Just take them all. She's going to win the tag team title Absolutely. by herself. By herself. Winner take all. There you go. All right. And then we had uh, <laughs> Apollo Crews joins the VIP lounge. Battle Shelton Benjamin. I love Benjamin, though. Hey, I... no, stop me. No. 
Now, the only reason I'm loving Benjamin lately is because a friend of mine, friend of the show, Brandon Puritan. Brandon doesn't listen to this. That's okay. I just want to name drop him anyways. I was at his house the other night. Say Puritan. 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 It's Pur. Puritan. Like a cat. Yeah, Puritan. It's Puritan. Yeah, Puritan. Even I knew that. Puritans Puritans were the very uptight, stocking, shoe buckle wearing pilgrims. I did not know that because I've been going to their house and I've been calling it, hey, like I met his dad. What are you doing? They're probably breaking my desk. They're okay. probably just very being very nice. His dad gave me a lesson on guns when I was there the other day. First oh, time okay. I met his dad. Oh. Thanks. Well, what go. was he? Was he in the army? He was in something. Something like that. Because he told me to start me out Germany. Okay. Back to my real point here. <laughs> Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin. Brandon gave me a game for my PS2. I had no idea where a PS2 is. I had since went in my garage, found it, hooked it up to my TV, and he gave me Raw vs. SmackDown 2007 nice. for the PS2. That's cool. And oh, Batista's so probably on there. We're not going to talk about Batista because Batista and I have very big differences right now, and I have blocked him on all social media. So we're not talking Whoa. about that. I don't want to get political, so we're not talking about Beef. Batista want to come at me. I don't care. I'll have Chris Pratt back you Because <laughs> I'm a Parks and Rex fan. So Weird. I will always say Parks and Rec is better than The Office. Anyways. <laughs> you will? Oh, yeah. I tell everyone that all the time. <laughs> I love, don't get me wrong, I love The Office. And you're saying you don't want to get political. <laughs> well, that's not politics. Like the Parks most... and Rec is entirely politics. <laughs> City you're not wrong. City management. <laughs> but Ron Swanson sits the iceberg. Anyways. Main event, Rey Mysterio returns to Raw with Dominic attacking Seth <laughs> And that's Raw. Where it was kind of, a, kind of a duddy Raw. But Seth is really embracing this cult leader thing. He's like gone deeper into it. I think I find his voice annoying. I'm I agree with Andy. Andy Henry says on Tonight Attack all the time. He's like, he finds Seth Rollins' voice annoying. And I agree with him completely. Mm, okay. I, um, I can see it. I'm waiting for Dijakovic to join. Uh, I think it's going to happen. You know I love him, right? I love Same. Like, Chris is the reason I'm a huge Dominic Dijakovic fan. So good. He's on NXT, right? Yeah. Well, for ne- well, yeah, he hasn't yeah. been seen. That's true. That's He's true. coming up. We just don't know what show. You know who dominates him every time they wrestle? He's going to say Keith Lee. Keith Lee. For he is limp. All right. We'll Fast talk about that when we go Wednesday yeah, that's night. Right, that's right. We'll, we'll come on there. But let's go to – we went from Monday. Let's go to Tuesday. <sighs> what did I do Tuesday? Oh, Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Taco Tuesday! I Can I go, even say that without getting demonetized? I did go get tacos on Tuesday. Anyway, so let's talk about the big news that happened last night, and then we'll get into the show. Tessa Blanchard Tessa. is gone. Period. Bye. End of story. See you later. Stripped of title. Tragic. Bye, Felicia. Bye. I am not shocked, to be quite honest. Yeah. Because I've been hearing for weeks that she has been giving them a hard time. Yeah. And I'm glad they pulled the trigger because you know what? It creates space for them, A, not to pay her any more money and bring in somebody that was released. That's a good point. And then they'll be respectful and they'll get the job done. AKA EC3. That's what I'm going to, I'm just saying that. Yeah. I I think they bring back more than one name though. uh, Yeah. I wanted better for her reign as champion she what yeah. fought once. just for women's wrestling in general yeah. not for her Wait. specifically did we completely miss edge in our recap no. remember i said i went edge introduces randy orton to the rated r superstar and then you went did you see his choice he went all harvey dent on us you saw that right he went two-face on us explain it that's because he's rated r if you 
Explain it. <laughs> if you watch the promo he cuts, he literally has half his face in the shadows the entire time. And on his social media, he gives credit because I guess whoever shot the scene for Harvey Dent in The Dark Knight apparently shot that one. So Interesting. Something like that. Oh. Or worked on the production of it. I don't know. That is a or gave fact. him the idea. I don't know. But he posted it, so it must be true because it's on the internet. It, on the internet. Yeah. Everything's true on the internet. On the internet. Yes. Al Gore. You're right. <laughs> he said to the internet. Anyways, Anyways. Back to <laughs> don't look at it, man. I can't There's do two it. Two or three of them, it's great. Yeah, yeah it's, it's disgusting. Kind of reminds me of like the dinner I'm gonna eat later. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Why are you eating that, Brian? <laughs> what? If you think about it, steak is just muscle. It's okay, yeah, but it doesn't look like that. You just rip through it. Even steak, like it's stuck in your teeth. Mm-hmm. Last time I had steak, we was at Sean's house a couple weeks. Memorial Day. We are so off topic. Now. That's okay though. Is it? That's. A, I think it's okay. We can do this. I think this is gonna be our longest episode ever because we talked to Paul for an hour. Bring us home. So, <laughs> impact to not only let go of Tessa. Uh, we won't really get into the other stuff. But we can a little. Tony kind of made us get into it last week when we had him on. He really yeah, brought it up. I, yeah. I I okay. We had a good it. conversation about it. Yeah. Uh, you guys made up and everything? No, we hate them. No, we just started, just now we started fighting with them. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a slow heel turn, though. The, yeah, we're, I guess we're going to be the heel podcast. That's fine. I'm okay with that. I always, <laughs> Brian clearly isn't. We're too oh, no. good looking to be heels. <laughs> I think we're so good You can't looking. sit with us, and on Wednesdays where we, we wear pink. All okay, right. okay no, here's the thing. We're so good looking that people are jealous of us, and that's why we're heel. There it is. There it is. Like MJF. Exactly. Thank we're you. better than them. And, and they, they know, know it. it. <laughs> Tornado tag. We're better than you, and you know it. I like where this is going. I Globo, love this. Globo I don't want to lose them as I don't want to lose them as guests. Though. We're not going to. <laughs> you know that's what I'm afraid of. We're not going to because they know the wrestling world. Kayfabe. Ha ha. Anyways, maybe they won't watch. Maybe they won't listen. Oh, and they then do. when they're here, we can be real nice to them. And then when they're not here, we can be we can trash them. <laughs> is, that the thing? is that what we're doing now? This is a good bit. I'm gonna tell you. Well. If you're if any of you from Tonight Tag are listening this far in, text sure. us Taco Tuesday. And we'll know what you text the group chat Taco Tuesday. There you go. And we'll know what you that you're here. But so we got rid of Tessa just because she was being the jerk pretty much. Yeah. Just difficult. Uh, we also they also released Michael Elgin. Uh, yeah. I think this is good. You're getting the bad people out of wrestling, honestly. Yeah, that's that's a good point. You're getting the, <laughs> what? You're getting them out. They're gone. Yeah. No, no, no. They was got he, he was on that list of Yes. Can- and also, cancel culture got canceled uh, because their leader is gone. Wait, what? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, oh, cancel culture got canceled. Um, which I'm not, I was never a fan of him, ever. I hated that gimmick yeah. completely. Um, you know what we're talking about, Brian? No idea. <laughs> I'm just like, I, know, I don't know who, I don't know who that is, but I know generally what you're talking about. Joey Ryan. I love Joey Ryan. That's what I'm talking about. I know now. Okay, I don't like, said. I didn't like him ever. Oh. Ever. I'm not surprised. Entirely that he ended up doing well, If your that gimmick is that for how long? How can you not expect that? Like, it's fun. It is what it is. Anyway, so we'll get into the full impact results. I think that's all they released, right? Well, no, Joey. Oh, yeah, I'm bringing up the giant list. They also released Dave, oh, Chris. Oh, gosh. What? Well, did you know Darby Allen was on that list? Yeah. I did not see that before. Yeah. Austin Theory? Is this an updated list? Are they updating this list? I did not hear Austin Theory. Wow. That's nuts. We are learning brand new information. I mean, Breaking I news. People Breaking. listening might know, but 
Yeah, you're probably like, guys, we knew this like yeah, right. five days ago. And I don't see Michael Elgin. That's what I was checking to see if he was on the list that I have. But oh, if it's not, then it's not, uh, not updated. Crazy, man. Anyways. Let's go to the Tuesday show, June 23rd. We had Tasha Steeles with Kira Hogan versus, I can't pronounce, with Havoc. Nevaeh. I'm going to say that's what it is. It's uh, Nevin spelled backwards. It's Nevaeh. To, I kind of make fun of parents. Name their kids that. <laughs> what? You know, wait, what is it spelled backwards? There are people Look. who name their kids Nevaeh because it's Nevin spelled backwards. <laughs> Can I just blow your mind? I never. Good. Why do you judge people for that? Yeah, I just. I don't know. What are you trying to are say? They, no, are Kids they saying? Angel? No, 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 no. Are they saying they're the opposite of that? Oh, yeah, <laughs> we got a little backwards. We got a lot of dark there. Okay, so Atasha Seals with Kira Hogan defeats Nevaeh. Why? Oh, it's just a Bible. Oops, just a Bible. Yikes! Tell me, I need more Jesus. Um, it's true. It, oh, it's true. And then we had Diana, Diana Peraza, which I wasn't a huge fan of her in NXT. To be quite honest, really. But now, now what? I like she's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm really like I'm digging yeah. this. Like she is really good. Uh, I've seen her a bunch of times. By a bunch, I mean like two or three. Yeah, out of any shows. You've seen her two or three times in person. Yeah, you. She does NEW a bunch. You lucky son of a bacon yeah, she's bit. the first wow. NEW show I went to. She wrestled Mandy Leone, who's at Ring of Honor. Yes, they're both great. Yeah. The virtuoso. Did I just say a word wrong? No, that's it. Oh, I did. Cool. Uh, oh, my goodness. I'm just reading this, this next part here. In what world did Johnny Swinger think Rich Swan would <laughs> join him? Like, oh, I'm thinking Rich Swan still works for WWE. Oh, no, no. He's Impact. I knew that, and I've met him that's three so times. Yeah, I thought so. I've met, it, I've met the man three times while he's under Impact, and I'm thinking he still works for WWE. Yeah. Okay. Willie Mack, huh? Him versus Chris Bay? I saw a picture of him, and that's actually what prompted me to say that I miss Lucha Underground. What, Willie Mack? Yeah. Lucha! Don't play it again. But then we had Ken Shamrock versus Josh Alexander announced later that night. Can I tell you, Ken Shamrock almost came to our church for that. This close. He was this close to being the speaker at a men's conference. Sorry. It's like... An almost happened story isn't a very good story, <laughs> but it's it seemed worth it. Do you know what story? While we're talking about stories, and I always forget to tell this story that I want to talk about. Do you guys remember when I went to Brooklyn Brawler? Mm. Do you remember the story? What my father did? Vaguely. I- remember, I went to meet the Brooklyn Brawler, and he saw I was wearing a PA Powder Podcast shirt. And he's like, Oh, is that your podcast? And he's like, Yeah, quick, start recording. Huh? Dad says he's got wow. it. Starts recording. Brooklyn Baller does a mic slip, by the way. He calls it something completely nice. not what it was, which is okay. It's yeah. editing. You can crop that video real quick. My father never hit record. The Brooklyn Brawler did this 30-second video, put my podcast over that was a month Classic. old, like two, a month and a half old at that point. Classic and- boomer. <laughs> He's not a boomer. He's not a boomer, but it's classic boomer. I mean, have your parents ever recorded something on their phone yet they didn't know how to, because they didn't know how to send it on your phone, on their phone to you? I always, when my dad ever takes videos or pictures, I always have to send it to my phone because he can't figure it out. My dad got a smartphone months ago. Finally. (laughs) I just got my grandfather switched over from a flip phone two weeks ago. Yeah. 
he calls me almost every That's day because awesome. he lives two doors down yeah. every day. Three doors down, good thing. That's right. Actually, he is three doors down, not two doors down. He's the original three doors down. <laughs> Anyways, but he's like, I can't get my calendar up. Oh, no. And so I go down there, show him how to get his calendar up on his phone. Neither of my grandfathers have phones at all. Phones at all? Not even a flip phone? It's just a house phone. Wild Sorry, yeah. we are really getting back to Anyways, I'm gonna kind of skip over some stuff here. Gianna Peraza, uh, in ring debut versus Alicia, Alicia, whatever, gets the win. Uh, and then before Josh Alexander versus Ken Shamrock, uh, they come out, attack him, the North, which one of my favorite, the favorite tag teams, and one of my yeah. favorite wrestlers, Ethan Page, um, who by the way. I'm going to put this out there now. This is a bit of a hot take. I'm a little upset with them. Uh-oh. Talked about this on our first ever episode when I was by myself in November. Wow. They Apparently, they were too good for us. I was about 15 people away from them in line in that huge circle of the meet and greet at Impact. Six o'clock, they decided to pack things up and go oh. when the meet and greet was supposed to go for another hour. Oh, no. The North. See, that's so ironic, though. What? Or is it ironic? It's oxymoronic. I don't know. Either or. Because Canadians are supposed to be so polite. And they most for the most part, they are. But the fact that they did that, they went anti You know who else did the same thing? So it makes me question their Canadianness. Whoa. I'm just you know who else did the same thing? No. Tessa Blanchard. Oof. Now I'm like. You know who doesn't have a job anymore? Tessa Blanchard. <laughs> She ain't yeah. getting no money. I actually, though, I think she's still <laughs> technically signed to WOW. Oh, yeah. I think. WOW? Like women's, like women of wrestling, I think it's called. I don't know. Don't yeah, watch it. Don't, don't pay attention to it. Uh, I was, I was going to say, is it like those, the CD collection that was like the spoof of now? Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but Christian. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Greatest hits. Oh, yeah. My aunt has like she's 84 still- WOW DVDs or CDs for oh, when they boy. do the Christian skate. Yes. Uh huh. That's true. It's true. All right. Ty Valkyrie with Johnny Bravo defeats Susie. Johnny Bravo? They made him a wrestler? Mm-hmm. Isn't that it's copyright? Cartoon you've never heard of. Okay, thank Isn't you. Like, Chris looks at I me like, you've think... never heard of it. Don't worry about it. Brian just keeps talking. <laughs> I would think that would have to be like copyrighted. Like, he could be sued over that. I'm kind of It's John in... E. Period. Uh, Bravo. That's how we do it. Yeah, that's how he gets around it. Yep. Can't even, can't even spell Johnny right. Then we had Chris Bay, Johnny Swinger, and Rohit Raju versus the Deaners and Willie Mack. Chris Bay, Johnny Swinger, and Rohit get the Deaners win. Is such a good restaurant in Lancaster. Oh my gosh. You said it right. You said Lancaster. Lancaster. Lancaster in California. Exactly. People who say it like that annoy the crap out of me. Lancaster. Did you guys know? We talked about this last week. Brian, you don't know, though. Do you know where our current NXT going to be double champion probably by the end of next week is from? Lancaster. Adam Cole, baby, is from Lancaster. Matt Riddle's Reading, close enough. Uh, But yeah. Talk about Reading. The Fairview Falcons play there, Brian. Where was the Fairview Falcons? The team that wore the pants when you're like, why are these kids wearing pants? The basketball tournament? Well, actually, both teams were wearing pants, but. Anyways, really off topic. We need to start a podcast to just talk about stuff. Uh, then we have Madman Fulton with Ace Austin defeating Eddie Edwards. But here's how the show goes off the air. D'Lo Brown gets up from his chair with an Aces and Eights vest. 
on his journey. Explain it. You Explain it. Tell me you know who aces and eights are. I know who aces and eights are. You, you see what they are? I have no idea. He doesn't know who they are. <laughs> you don't know who they are? No. He takes it very literally whenever you tell him. Tell me. <laughs> Ryan, do you not know aces and eights are either? Stop shaming us. No, I'm not shaming you. No you idea. Are. You are. I don't watch Impact regularly. Yeah. But this was like 10 years ago. I haven't watched. I even less I watched wa- Impact I haven't watched. Well, yeah, you didn't even watch wrestling 10 years ago. I haven't watched Impact since Kurt Angle and Abyss were on there. Mario. If Mario's <laughs> listening to this, he you knows know. who Aces and Aids are. Mario, Amelie, 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 Amelie. You're not going to tell us who they are? Aces and Aids, one of the greatest factions of all time. Originally ran by Bully Ray, D-Von, D-Lo Brown, Luke Gallows. What? Wait, who who made you say that? Bully. Well, yeah, he is a bully. I I tell the story all the time that the meanest wrestler I've ever met is Bully Ray. I loved him until I started hearing people's stories about him. Oh, yeah, he's a jerk. Well, the same... Same thing I'm shocked he caught that. Guys, <laughs> almost put it in my mouth. <laughs> he had it in his mouth, bro. COVID safety. <laughs> COVID safety. Anyways, we gotta be safe. We're only green. We're not clear. There were droplets on there. I was like, "Really, <laughs> my train of thought." You ever see the movie Infection? Brian, we've already been enough off topic. I know. Aces and eights is my favorite section of all time. Well, I was talking about Bully Ray. I was gonna yes, say something, yes. and I totally forget. He's mean. He is mean. So we hear. Believe it at that. Okay. But you know I'm who thinking. Else is mean? Abyss. Yes. Our good friend Scott told us Abyss is a jerk. Yeah. You know who else will never be on this podcast? Abyss. <laughs> Wait, did he say that on the podcast or off air? Oof, I don't know. Nobody heard that. We said nothing in the past 30 seconds. Chris, edit this oh, part no, out. Yes, Chris, <laughs> you hear this part? Well, he doesn't have to edit this one, though. That's right. He will if we want that removed. <laughs> I think we might have to have that removed. I don't know. Okay. I have to skip ahead, Chris. Okay. Sorry. We cut for a second because we said something we should have. Should, shouldn't have. So we're back now. And we're focused. Laser focused. Impact. We're gone. Move to the Wednesday Night Wars. You have a Wednesday Night I feel like I do too much talking, Chris. You want to? Yeah, hold on. What do you want to do? AEW or NXT? Um, the better oh. one. NXT. <laughs> I'm going to sneeze. That's not true. But matter of opinion. I don't know. Um, I just watched them today. I don't think I'm going to do AEW. You want to do AEW? All right, go ahead. Hit, hit us off with AEW for NXT. Which, by the way, NXT killed them in the uh, ratings this week. It's because of my girl. My Mer- girl. Mercedes Martinez. She made a heel turn. No, she didn't. Did she? Heel turn. Also, by the way. What? This week? Have you downloaded the Parlor app yet? Kane wants everybody on the Parlor app. Okay, so not a sponsor. You said a lot of things, and I need to. Go, <laughs> we need to go back. What? Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes Martinez cuts, debuted. Cuts heel promo. I said had a video like two weeks ago. Oh, cuts, oh, cuts, she didn't debut, did she? Cuts, well, I mean, she's already wrestling cuts, in NXT. Cuts yeah, heel promo ahead of WWE NXT return. Okay, great, great, great. I thought you meant she was like at the ring or something. I missed it. I mean, we don't know her as a heel. We know her as a babyface, but That's fine. I could see this. Yeah, for sure. If you're having a face champion, heck yeah. Put the belt, you know, if they put the belt on her, though. NXT has opened Pandora's box, and what lies inside will change the entire division forever, Martinez said. I'm not here to play nice, play fair, or play by the rules. Mercedes Martinez is going to flip the entire division upside down. We really should have saved that for the NXT. 
It's true. We can go into NXT. I'll go NXT. We're already then. there. We'll have you do Catch up. A dub. Uh, NXT uh, opening match. Actually, I'm sorry. Uh, it opens with Cameron Grimes. Uh, Ugh. The, I don't like either. I, okay, I don't like Cameron Grimes. I don't want to say I don't like Damian so Priest because I do like Damian Priest. I only like him because he was in Ring of Honor and he's made his name here in PA. I didn't like him in Ring of Honor either. Really? Punishment Martinez. I didn't care for it. I don't like Grimes. Is this a face turn? Like, what's happening? I think that I'm guessing he's going face. You lose to Finn Balor, you got to go face. I don't know. Um, yeah, but Finn Balor was in WWE, like the big shows. I like, <laughs> yeah. I like that he's back in NXT, to be quite honest. Yeah, he's getting there, yeah. We had Jake Atlas versus Sensos Escobar. Okay, I almost talked about this. I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but we were like skimming week. through it. And last week, I yep. tried to talk about it, but you were a freight train that could not be stopped. Because it was almost eight o'clock. I know. I respect. We had our guest. We had our guest. I love. So this is King Cuerno from Lucha Underground. <laughs> we're back to Lucha Underground. Santos Escobar oh, is King Cuerno from Lucha Underground, and he was incredible as King Cuerno. He was like. Um, he was a hunter. That was the idea. So he would like wear a mounted buck's head to the ring and then put it on a ring post. And he would like do the thing that Damian Priest does with the bow. He was like this. Steal from Steve ML. Sure. Okay. Yes. He was this like <laughs> stalker character. It was so good. And then he showed up at WWE in these like bright colors. Oh. And I was like, yeah, they, they'll whatever. I can't even say his name. And I was not really pumped about it. Then I was like, he heel turned. He started wearing more dark colors. I was pumped about it. And then he took off his mask, and I was not pumped again. But I thought you were going to say you were super pumped after he no, took the mask off. No, I wanted him to keep it because I wanted him to do – That's what everybody was saying. Be a heel turn, but you don't take the mask off. No, That's what people were saying. But anyway, I'm happy with him. But he's going after your guy that you were – like, I first sent you that video. This is a work. You called it from the beginning, Chris. That's true. I don't even know if we even talked about this. Chris is called – go ahead, Chris. I you, called it. So good. You called it. Drake Maverick. Released a video, whining and crying when he got released, and and I said, this is not it, and he got re-signed. I don't know. I I think it was not a work, right? It wasn't. He he genuinely released this video to manipulate the world, and it worked, and I called it. That's it. Chris called it from the beginning. I don't care for him anyway, but... Me either. I liked him as uh, Rockstar Spud and then uh, I see. Uh, in Impact with EC3. Yeah. Anyway, so we had Katie Car- Kaden, excuse me, Kaden Carter and Casey Catanzaro versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Tag team mesh. Why does it say where the winner is? Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Okay, defeat, that's good. Defeat. What are you looking at? Ooh, I got a different list. I have a different <laughs> thing. This, well, this is the only one that doesn't have a... Kai and Gonzalez win. Okay. Then we had Karrion Cross. Love him. I'm it. Love Met his manager January of 2019. Oh, met yeah, her, yeah. Met Scarlett. Yep. Was that the show I was at? No. Yes. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. I remember, I always tell the story. I see this guy sitting across the way. Yes, yes. And he looks familiar. And I remember because Dave was wearing a Bullet Club shirt. I remember <laughs> it. Yeah. And then I probably thought, man, this guy's going to think I'm weird because I just had gum spit at me by, well, we can't really say that guy's name now because he's technically Oof. blackballed. But you know who yeah. I'm talking about? Yeah, no. You don't know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Tag team championship match. Think about it. What was South Delhi versus who? Johnny Moran and people are going to be like, this is so obvious. He spit gum at me. That man has spit gum at me twice. Well, I knew that 
Someone is no longer in business. No, 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 dude, don't put that on me. <laughs> that is not me. <laughs> Carrie and Cross gets the dub. Great. No, I'm asking. No. Yes. Okay. Because yes, this website all of a sudden just stopped putting defeated. Like <laughs> the first match, it put that the person won, but That's now the rest funny. of it's like, nope. Yeah, you it, should guess. I'm gonna guess. Oh, this person. Oh, Zaya uh, Lee versus Aaliyah, but then it turned into my daughter. Yes, your daughter is in NXT, Brian. Nice. Aaliyah versus Rhea Ripley. Send me those checks. Bad. Finally, yes. start paying rent. Four months rent free. You pay rent. She pays rent. Child. Oh, the child. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm one of the biggest Rhea Ripley fans out there. Everyone knows that. I'm guessing she's kind of going for this heel type gimmick now. I guess she's after the yeah. Charlotte loss. I'm guessing we're going more of a dark heel. I don't know. It's it's. I think it's dark face the way she because I don't. I wouldn't call her a heel based on what's been going. Yeah, what's she going did on? Throw Robert yeah. Stone in a dumpster, which was fantastic. <laughs> Robert Stone brand. I hope that honestly gets revitalized. I yeah. kind, I kind of, I kind of was digging it when it was yeah. happening, yeah, and too. then they just he's screw great. it out, and I'm like, "He's great." Then we had an undisputed era takes Roderick Strong to therapy, and I oh. thought we were gonna get reintroduced. Oh, what's the guy's name? Wrestling fans everywhere are mad at me. Doctor Shelby, yeah, from yeah, the yeah, Kate yeah, and yeah, Daniel yeah. Ryan thing. I, man, if that would have been him, been sold. <laughs> but no, it's Kyle Riley pissed off. Uh, then we had Dexter Loomis versus Roderick Strong. That's what it says. Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume yeah. Loomis won. Roddy over, overcame his fear of being put in the trunk. <laughs> I mean, I'd be afraid of being put in the trunk, too. But yeah, Dexter won. Dexter won, okay. Via count out, those. Oh, okay. He's got Roddy Shook. He Shook crew. Uh, then we had main event, Keith Lee versus Finn Balor versus Johnny Gargano. Four. Keith Lee. The NXT North American Championship, my favorite belt in wrestling right now. That's uh, great. And surprise, surprise, who retains? Yeah, do you know who he got the pin over? That was, I don't know if it was surprising to me. I think so. Wait, he pinned him? Keith did. No, I didn't see the match. Yeah, right? He pinned Finn Balor. I don't know. All I do is remember is seeing a double, double slam. It was great. I'm mad, man. Oh, no, why? Don't be mad. Finn Balor is my favorite wrestler. Oh, oh don't be mad. I, Finn Balor is like my. He's not man enough to be Keith Lee. The limit. Oh, he one. can. Can he? Can, have you ever met Prince Devin? Anything, why we throw anything, that away so quick is beyond me. If anything, we've learned from Finn Balor is that he's he's limited. Keith Lee is limitless. <laughs> Are you asking for the demon to come out and beat the I crap out of Keith Lee? I would love to see that because it won't happen. Yeah, you know the I'm demon has that. never lost, right? Yeah, well, the fiend never lost either, and they gave it to Goldberg. So you are so <laughs> true, my friend. I don't want to hear any hard. That is very that. true. Very true. <laughs> Because that was the whole premise we based that off. It's like no way is Goldberg gonna beat the Fiend. Like no. Way. I remember that night then, when we were talking about it. Boom. We cr- we like, told Chris because Chris hadn't seen so it. So at this point, are we saying that Finn Balor is just as sa- the Demon is just as sacred as Taker's streak was? I don't think so. Yeah, so I hope not. I don't want that. Oh no. You know? well, because that's yeah, if you blow it up too big, I'm gonna be really upset when yeah. he actually does lose. <laughs> AE Dub, Chris, A-E-Dub. take it over. Dub, you hit a lumberjack match. Luchasaurus versus Wardlow. Luchasaurus is great, great. He's good. He's I was in Big Brother. What? You didn't know that? No. He was in Big Brother season 16, I believe. Wow, interesting. The other reason I found that out is because uh, we all know somebody who was a Big Brother. And I was doing my my wife. I was <laughs> just doing my uh, dirt sheet digging. And I found out that he was on season hey. 16 of Big Brother, which is pretty cool. That's pretty neat. Which makes me think our friend should reach out to him and be like, hey. Yeah, yeah. I was on 21. 
you were on 60. Like, you know, we come, become buddies. I have these friends. When the EW fans are allowed back in, we get backstage access. <laughs> oh, you got it all nice and thick. There you go. We go back to – we go backstage at EW. We meet my least favorite wrestler, Cody. How about that? Oh, I remember how good that last week, and I got Chris all, oh, all excited. That's where I saw him face Dijak at my first WWE show. Oh, you're first like, show. you've seen everybody. Yeah. I'm late to the game. That's great. Well, I don't know PBW as well as you do. I'm, I'm a freaking PBW maniac. So Wardlow wins with some interference with MJF. No surprise there. Uh, and then While we're talking about MJF real uh-huh. quick, TTP, we're better than you, and you know it. That's we right. are the soul of the earth podcast. You know. Suck it. You know it. Whoa! Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> okay. Uh, so now we got the Dr- Jurassic Express versus what are the MJF and Wardlow. They have a name? I do like they? they? Do. I don't think they do. Um, I could be wrong. I'm not sure. Oh, maybe, oh maybe, Mario's maybe, calling me. Maybe. There's lots of phone calls. Today. Mario, we're busy. That's true. <laughs> but it's funny when he said that. I thought he said you should answer. Go ahead. Me. I tell you what, man. That I don't – I love I love NXT – or uh, AE Dub, but NXT, I think, got the upper hand this week. Wow. Yeah. Hey, Mario. <laughs> yeah. Did you watch uh, AEW this week? Uh, partially. Oh, it just happened yesterday, huh? No, today's Friday. No, oh, today's, today's Friday. Friday. Don't do that to me. Friday. Making me think I have another day. <laughs> okay. I was just wondering because uh, we're on the podcast right now. We're literally recording right now. Doing some recap. <laughs> what do you think of um, Hikaru Shida? a good take thank you for it hi yeah. dave we talked about you a bunch of times today as well dave for some reason yeah i forget why but we did are they at your house <laughs> no they just yeah, a messenger call well i mean we do have a zoom call up right now <laughs> we're recording via that yeah that's tragic yeah when he sent me that picture yesterday it kind of hurt me kind of hurt a little well thanks for popping in yeah, so we had our Mario cameo. What's that? All right. When you're done, hop back in. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. There we go. Our Mario cameo for this episode. Is that a new, is that a new segment? There we go. We yeah. got a new segment, the Mario cameo. Love uh, that. Five minutes. Anyways. So Hikaru Shido d- d- crushes Red Velvet and then jumps Penelope Ford. I love Red Velvet. Oh, wait. You mean the person... Oh, got it, got it. I was like, I don't really even remember that. I love the cage. I, just, I do remember her 
jumping Penelope Ford. Yeah, that's all I remember, too. And then we had a Fighter Fest press conference. Did you see this? <laughs> yes. It was good. I love J.K. Gar. So Cody and his and the whole, what's it called, the Nightmare family or whatever, they're all, like, on their side of the press conference, and Jake Hager didn't even show up. And then they start talking about the match a little bit, and then Jake and his wife walk in, and then they do the picture. And did you ever see Jake Hager's, like, MMA stuff where he would, like, he puts his fist to the guy's face. Like, mm-hmm. they would, like, pose for the picture, and then he just, like, puts his fist over there. And uh, it That's got to be fake. It was an electric <laughs> moment. It was so good. And then his wife, like, throws water on that big. Are they that big? In New York, they are. What's yeah, happening? York. What are we talking about? We're talking about... I don't want to say it, because you just... You don't say it. <laughs> He's so confused. Well, okay. <laughs> it's who his dad works for. Yeah, it's where my... It's a company right there. Anyways. Didn't realize this was a... Ed Kowalski podcast. He begs me every <laughs> time. He comes up every episode. Yeah. You, you can tell he doesn't all. listen because we talk about him all the time. Ed, if you're listening this far into the podcast. We're almost two hours in, guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. I got to leave soon. Yeah, guys. you do. Um, We're going to speed this process up. So, Ed, if you're listening this far, you need to text me that Tom Brady is Tom Brady is the best. He would never do that. Wow, Bleach Report gave that segment a C minus, but they were wrong. I love it that. Really I love it. Hey, when Hager, they're like taking the picture, and then he goes, "Yeah, it was so good." Wonder I can't wait for Hager to beat the snot out of him. <laughs> I cannot wait. Everyone knows Hager is my guy. I, I, I had somebody tell me that I look like his brother. <laughs> I was like, "Thank you." I wouldn't be surprised if if Hager won. Me either. I don't think he necessarily needs it. There's a conspiracy out there though, and I'm very intrigued by it. So that's gonna be the, that's night one. That's confirmed night one. I'm gonna confirmed. say that. That's my that's my. That's confirmed. Fighter Fest night one. Cody beats Hager. No deep. Normal. Clean. Clean. And then he comes out the next week and be like, "All right, who wants it? It's MJF." And MJF beats him. And MJF becomes your new that's TNT fine. champion. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready for that. I think I'm ready for a new champion, even though he's only really? had for two months. Oh, no, yeah. I'm not ready for that. I'm ready for that. I don't like Cody, so. Joey, oh, you're so wrong. Joey Janela so and Sunny Kiss. I'm gonna always take AEW so that we Sunny Kiss. I love one. Cody gets over. Sunny so Kiss, Joey Janela and Sunny Kiss have this weird partnership going on, uh-huh. taking on the Dark Order, where Brody Lee's trying to win over Cole Cabana. It seems to have worked. We got. I think they have another tag match at Fighter Fest or something. Oh, um, oh, Cabana and Cole, Cole, Brody. Cole. Yeah. Boom, boom. Met that man. My dad that made him very mad. Cole Cabana. I can't remember who they who they are gonna wrestle. Let me find oh, um, that. Uh, SoCal, uh, SCU. Yeah, I think that's who Ooh, I got their t-shirt and their autograph. So, that was a match. It was fine. It was more like storyline stuff than necessarily a match. <laughs> so, look on your face. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's bored over there. What are you doing? <laughs> Playing with your office toys. That sounded weird. Because we're talking about AEW, which he doesn't know a lot about. That's true. That's true. SCU versus FTR. <laughs> I heard that match was really good. Yes, they're incredible. I love uh, SCU. They're so good. And then we had a return, right? Big deal. Oh, I'm just making sure I don't mess this up. It's in this giant paragraph I'm not going to read. We did? We had a return. Which so, stop That's it. the intro music to the big return. Okay. So I don't know if they were in the match or if it was over or what, but then, so FTR comes in this truck. Yeah. And they see someone's in the truck. Who is it? The Butcher and the Blade. And they say, all right, FTR, we're, we're super mad at you. Uh, and we're going to wrestle you with you and the Young Bucks. So FTR and the Young Bucks versus Butcher and the Blade. And guess who's behind the FTR right now? The Lucha Brothers. Phoenix 
and well, yeah, I saw and that. I wasn't. Did you ever watch? No, Lucha Lucha. I, I love them, but it didn't get me go crazy. See, we've come back to Lucha Underground. <laughs> Everything yeah, revolves Lucha Lucha. back. To Lucha it does for me. I should. I'll wear my shirt next next week. There you Lucha, go. Lucha um, shirt. No, Lucha Underground shirt. I should get a Lucha Underground. They have. Them. I wear my Fox it up. I'll pay a lot of money for that. Um. So anyway, it was a big <laughs> oh, deal for me. I'll order him one, but overcharge it. And then we have <laughs> Brian Cage in action. Squash. For the Path of Cage. The Path of Cage. Uh, big deal. Taz is great. I didn't know much about him. I'm enjoying him as a manager. Also, he commentated. I watched Dark today as well. And he's dark. And Another person who also left an hour early before the uh, meet and greet ended. No. Cage. Yeah. Yep. No. I had three chances to meet him. Ugh. He left early every single time for his meet and greet. Ugh. You. That's not a good look. Jerk. I hope Moxley beats you. But then again, I don't. Because at the same time, it's like I've never seen Moxley in person. I've never seen Dean Ambrose. Yes, I, I have. Once. That's a lie. I did see him once. Um, I saw him at a SmackDown. But oh, yeah. um, and I saw him at, in music. Oh, the field when he was Moxley with the IWGP United States. Okay, I cool. I think it was NEW who did that show. Or was it Big Time? I don't remember. I think it was NEW. No, you're right. It was NEW. And, yeah, it was NEW. He wrestled with. Ugh, it was so dumb. It started raining, so they cut the matches into him and Darby Allen were supposed to wrestle. Yeah. Said they tagged, and I was so mad about it. But I did get to see Enzo. I'm going to get diapers. I did see Enzo and Cass read Dr. Seuss to the crowd. So that was weird. <laughs> Great eggs in the ham, right? <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. awesome. My buddy sent me a video that he was at that show, yeah. and uh, he sent me the video. Brian died. He left. I think, I think we're the only ones in the building now, though. Oh, that's right. I love it. Then <laughs> <around with Maniac. laughs> we have Matt Hardy versus Santana. Wonderful. Uh, I want to see more of Santana and. You see, Matt Hardy's got a three gimmick thing going now, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same as I'm the enjoying that. I'm enjoying that. Yeah. So that's all. That's um, who won that? I don't even remember who won. Matt Me. Hardy versus Santana. Uh, I'm gonna go with my Hardy. Gut and say Hardy. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we something. Friday tonight's SmackDown. Oh, oh wait, Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho come face to face. Wasn't a match, but we had. Uh, they're gonna have. They have a match at Fighter Fest. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Super great. I'm loving it. Orange Cassidy. Loving. Also, uh, my wife is really. She loves that there is a tag team called Best Friends and that they hug. For wait, hold time. on. Your wife actually watched the wrestling? Well, when it's on. Okay. <laughs> she's like playing Mario. I'll love to be like, I don't know many of my <laughs> female friends that ever watch wrestling ever. Well, I mean, she watches it semi-regularly. But uh, we have two TVs in our living room so that she can play Mario on the Switch and I can watch wrestling. I just bought it. My family just bought a Wii for a living room. Nice, nice. So I've been playing Mario Kart like. Yeah, yeah. So she loves that there's a team that hugs for to power. I love up. Chucky T. I love Me too. I don't Chuck know what e. it is, but I like him. He's from, oh, that's another big news. We'll talk about when we're done. But, uh, yeah, Chuck we're E. Done. We'll talk more about him when we talk about the big news. When we're done. done. So, we're done? Yeah, I think that's all of Chikara closed down. No way. Because of allegations to several wrestlers and ownership. Ooh. No more Chikara wrestling, which they trained a lot of fantastic people. Uh, one of our very own, Andy Hedder, they trained him. Uh, Deshaun Pratt is a Chikara grad. Wow. Um, Cesaro, Drew Gulak. All come through the door of seeing in my reflection. Yeah, yeah. We're going to sign. Wait, did I make it? I don't know how to let you through. These chairs don't scoot very well. Just, just stay there. Not that, moving. We're is still that recording? It? Yeah, yeah we're still recording, Ryan. Right? We're still in. <laughs> we're talking about the car being <laughs> shut down. And he just broke his laptop. I did not break it. All right, this is definitely by far our longest interview ever, or our longest episode ever. Good talking with Paul. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounded like we're 
I guys, we haven't been recording. I gotta plug a ton of stuff. Um, we haven't been recording the entire time. What? <laughs> oh my kidding. gosh, you we can are. see you it. I you saw can it. see I, it right there. Okay, you. Calm down. Okay, I just wanted to scare you a little bit. You did. Just a little bit. Congratulations. <laughs> um, thank you, thanks, Paul Bo, uh, for the dealing with us. I don't want to put it like that, but uh, talk, <laughs> I, I'm talking with us. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. All I can say is something might happen. Yeah. And if it does happen, <laughs> it's going to be good. Oh, you want to talk about best PBW show ever? That's going to be it happen. right there. It's going to be it. When's the, when's the time you could say that you're an official part of a, of a wrestling promotion yeah, because never. you're podcasting, you're going to be like the host, quote unquote. We'll be like Rob Gronkowski. No, we'll be better than Rob Gronkowski for Mania. Please. Uh, we'll be way better than him. We're not reading <laughs> off a script. Uh, anyway, Plug our social media always at the PA Power Podcast Instagram. Why are you laughing? I don't know. Twitter PA <laughs> underscore Pile Driver. Facebook just search the PA Pile Driver Podcast. Uh, guys, buy the shirts. Message us Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. We limited quantity left, but I'm pretty sure I have sizes medium to two X. I think I might have one three X. Don't quote me on that, though. Size discrimination. It's uh, a real thing, Curtis. You should, you should rethink your values. That's true. What? We're getting canceled. Like cancel culture got canceled? Okay. Sorry. Tessa Blanchard got canceled. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like uh, tornado tags going to get canceled? Oh, wow. Hey, hey yo. If they're here, if they're this, here this long. Wow. Guys, if they, okay. Good on you. You guys have been invited. But what if thing. everybody's like, look at how long this podcast is. They must have been talking about something very important. And when I see podcasts this real long, I think there's no way they could be talking about something important for that long. They well, might, we got off track they a lot, might, which yeah, wasn't important. True. They might have left the record button on. Which, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I talk over music. By the way, hopefully our own custom intro music coming soon. I was just thinking about intro music. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about it. You could help us too. Ooh. I had a friend. I have a friend who creates beats for a living. Neat. I was thinking of someone you name dropped on the podcast. I said their last name wrong. Goodell. Oh, oh, oh. Nice. Because he plays guitar. So, <laughs> Brian is so lost. Who did I talk about? Puritans. Puritans. No, no. Do, do, do my friend. Do the, the, go with the, go with the professional. We can continue this conversation offline. This is an inside edition. (laughs) Buy our t-shirts. Go to our Teespring. It's on our Facebook. Go check that out. If you don't want a t-shirt, you want a tank top, you want a sweatshirt. Don't know why you would want a sweatshirt now, but you can have your reasons. Go to the beach. Get a PHO. People wear sweatshirts in the summer. I do. Because they like to sweat. Sweatshirts are like my favorite article. I have this one friend. All she wears. She does. All she wears is sweatshirts. No, that's real. I was laughing just because we're still recording. <laughs> that's all. That's funny. It's too far gone this this yeah. time. I, I tell you, this episode's gonna have the most play though because right. we got Paul Bo on. I, I actually have to go. I guarantee it. Well, you gotta go. You gotta go. We plugged Teesprings. Everything. Thanks, Paul Bo. We'll see you guys next Bye. week. Hopefully, we have Johnny Moran this Bye. week. Bye. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was episode 18 of the PA Pile Driver podcast. We kind of had to rush it out of there. I want to do a couple more plugs, but you know, all the guys have lives, and <laughs> they have lives, and they have wives, which were the reasons they had to leave. Uh, no, I probably shouldn't have said that. That's okay. Melissa and Sam aren't listening, so I'm I'm not that worried. Anyways, 
So if you like what you hear, again, please just uh, go check out our Teespring. It's on our Facebook page. I'll have that pinned. We now have masks. Um, for those of you who live in the PA area, know that we are mandated to wear masks when we go outside in public, public places. So um, if you want to help us out, please. We just uh, masks. I just put them up last night. They look awesome. I order mine immediately. And uh, we also have fanny packs now. So uh, if you you know, there one person comes to mind, a good friend of ours, good friend of Chris Bryan and I uh, from Camp Orchard Hill. Uh, he, he he's a fanny pack wearer, so maybe he needs to pick that one up. But uh, once again, folks, thank you for listening. Um, uh, if you want a T-shirt, please. We don't have T-shirts on the Teesprings. We have tank tops and sweatshirts. So, but if you'd like an exclusive limited edition, limited time, they're only going to be here for so long. PA Pile Driver Podcast uh, T-shirt. Please message us on any form of our social media, and we will get the shirt to you. Um, and happy 4th of July weekend. Everyone stay safe. Stay healthy. Um, I know we're getting through this quarantine together. We were planning on doing an episode this weekend, just going over news. But uh, Chris, Brian, and myself were all really busy this weekend um, doing some stuff with family and celebrating the holiday. So we're, we're going to take this weekend off. Um, even though you're getting two episodes this week, we're still somehow getting a week off. Um, so we will be recording next week. Um, uh, perhaps an interview, maybe not. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, it'll be a surprise, though. Well, it will be a surprise. So once again, this is episode 18. Thanks again to Paul Bo for joining us. Hope you guys enjoyed. Stay safe. God bless. And we'll see you guys next weekend.